Broadcasting live from the Badlands of Texas, 360 degrees all the way around the earth, all the way from Southern Australia, the Northern Ireland, into the crack of an ant's ass. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Midnight Radio. I am your host, Gerard <gasps> Welcome. Welcome, everybody. How are you doing? Everybody doing all right? Hot damn. How many of you guys listen to my show? Really? I want to know. I'm waiting. I'm here in the chat room waiting. How many of you listen to my show? What was it on Friday? Couldn't have been Saturday. I'm losing track of my life, everybody. You're running my life. Serious, though. I started watching all these things that are going on right now. Things that are going on. I started watching all these YouTube videos. Some of the YouTube videos about Dido 4. Some people have lost their damn mind. Wake up 8 o'clock in the morning, hit the whiskey, and then go on talking about the Idaho 4. But since you don't have anything to talk about, all you do is talk about the way other people are talking about the Idaho 4. What the hell's wrong with you? Look in my eyes. You know who you are. I don't. Everybody doing all right? All right, here's what we're going to talk about today. Some real information. We're talking about... Let me make sure. Are we on the radio right now? Is anybody... Hand, hand, show of hands there's four okay some people are listening to us it looks like it's broadcasting that's the best i can do people i have a lot of new paperwork that's coming out of moscow idaho right now so if you haven't all 12 of you that are watching right now if you could hit that like i want to get to lucky number 13 lead with love i'm not sure who you are maybe i should let me say hello to everybody hello laura hello hot ham Hello, Electra. Hello, John. John's going down the road. Hopefully, he's doing it the safe way and listening on the Midnight Radio app that you can get for free from the Google Play Store. All right. Say please. Hello, say please. Hi from Texas. I'm in Texas too. I'm looking at your icon. Interesting. Let's go ahead and, uh, what am I missing here? I'd like to thank our executive producer, Lady Lisa. Lady Lisa, thank you very much. I'd like to thank our producer, Hot Ham. Anything under 20 is a producer, so that is her. Thank you very much. Let us continue with this fantastic show. I know you're feeling good. I can change all that. All right, so, man, I got a lot of paperwork going on. All right, so this uh, Idaho 4 case really is starting to disturb me more than it ever has been before. I didn't know if I was going to go live because it's disturbing me so much, and I'm really having trouble talking about it anymore because I don't want to. I mean, I can lie to you about stuff, which I see a lot of other people doing, but that's not even the part that disturbs me. What disturbs me is what I'm really getting out of the court system in Idaho, and um, I guess anybody can take it in different ways, but we have things out here like paperwork I'm about to show you. That's right. If anybody has any problem with this show, Hot Hand produced it, okay? I Gerald Schmimmons is only the messenger. 
Please don't shoot the messenger. That won't be very nice. After we talk about the paperwork, I have a lot of other things to talk about with you guys. By the way. Boy, wait, wait, wait. Right. This broke today. All right. When? July the 10th. When is the 10th? To the 10th is today. All right. Dated today. All right. I'd like to thank our producer, Laura, for helping me get this paperwork. All right. So what, what do I have here? This is a uh, notice of a hearing. I have another hearing. Uh, who does it pertain to? The state of Idaho and Brian C. Kohlberger. The time is 10.30 a.m. by John, the judge is John Judge, Judge John Judge. All right. And we're going to find out what it's about. And I heard he had some things granted, so you're going to want to watch this. All right, notice is given. Can you guys see this all right? You want me to blow it up? You want me to blow it up? That is good enough for you. All right, paperwork, bonbon. Glad you like paperwork. You've come to the... Culpecker. Uh, can I say that? John Culpecker? Wasn't that the name of a blues artist? C stands for cold. John Culpecker. Brian, no, Brian Coldpicker. Who I was given a copy of it? William Wolford, Thomas Jr., Jeffrey D. Nye, Ingrid, Bately, Alyssa J. Man Masnoff. Mazel tov to you. All right, we're going on. We're going to find out what this hearing is about. Here we go. On June 13th, 2023, defendant Brian Nothingberger filed a motion to stay proceedings the state filed an objection on june 23rd defendant filed first sworn statement of facts in support of motion to stay proceedings you know motion to stay proceedings do we have a lawyer in the house anybody google we have a duck duck go hmm the hell does that mean i'm not gonna lie to you and say i know uh defendants what the hell is that hold on motion to stay proceedings see what the hell that means stay of proceedings a ruling by court to stop or suspend proceeding or trial temporarily or indefinitely all right so what Brian is trying to do is he's trying to put a pause on everything so his defense can catch up, all right? Well, we're going to find out if that happens. Within seven days after the moving party discovered or by the exercise of diligence could have discovered the grounds therefore, and in any event before the trial, jury is sworn to try the case, the party may move to stay the proceedings and in a criminal case to quash the indictment or for other appropriate relief on the ground of substantial failure to comply with this chapter in selecting the grand or trial jury. So this problem here is with the jury that was selected before, the secret grand jury, which I, I, I'm pretty damn sure, didn't they? All right, stop me if I'm wrong. Go back to the chat room real, now, uh, real fast because did they not? The defense, did they not agree to have that uh, secret jury? You know, so no, none of us, you know, spectators would know about it. Didn't they agree to have that earlier? 
A stay is a stall that does not forfeit the right to a speedy trial. All right. I did not produce this part. She totally did. He's trying to fight the grand jury. Yes, he is. He's trying to fight the grand jury indictment. Absolutely. The statute goes on to say that if the court determines that in selecting either a grand jury or a trial, there has been a substantial failure to comply with this chapter, the court shall stay the proceedings pending the selection of the jury in conformity with this chapter, question indictment, or grant other appropriate relief before court can reach this decision. The moving party must first present a sworn statement of facts that, if true, would constitute a substantial failure to comply with the procedures for selecting a grand jury. From there, the party's entitled to present evidence to support its claim. Guys, are we about to get some real evidence? Now, the argument that I've heard before from Ann, his lawyer, was that they had some substantial evidence that could exonerate him. This, these are her words, and that they weren't allowed to present it. Therefore, they did not like the, the grand jury process they had before. So is this what they're talking about? Are we going to know what this evidence is? Which seems to me like it involved Dylan. Dylan's testimony, which they wanted from her before the grand jury happened. And then they were going to meet to get him before they're able to meet. They had that secret grand jury. At this juncture, Kohlberger's motion to stay proceedings is premature. Okay. Kohlberger has not yet had the opportunity to review the grand jury records, transcript, and recordings. Once those materials are reviewed, Kohlberger may renew his motion to stay proceedings in Idaho Court Section 2.213 if he finds facts that support a claim that there was a substantial failure to comply with the procedures for selecting a grand jury. Thus, Kohlberger's motion to stay proceedings pursuant to Idaho 2.213. All right, who are they bullshitting? Seriously, this sounds good. This sounds damn good. And this is coming from the state. All right. But who are they bullshitting? The damn uh, jury was there for like 15 freaking minutes. You don't have enough time to go over 15 minutes of information of what the grand jury was given. Bullshit. They just fight everything back and forth. And how can the state say he didn't have time? All right, this pertains to the extra time it was taken to prepare the transcript. All right. What a load of shit. While the clerk's record and recordings were provided to Kohlberger on July 6, 2023, the transcript of the proceeding will not be completed until July 21st, 2023. What the hell? So he hasn't gotten it yet. You didn't provide it to the defense yet, and you're saying he's not going to have time, so he can't file to stay. Will then take the defense time to review all the material and determine if they wish to renew their motion to stay proceedings. Wow. The court also recognizes Kohlberger's statutory and constitutional right to a speedy trial. The court, unless good cause to the contrary is shown, must order the indictment to be dismissed if a defendant whose trial has not been postponed upon his application, is not brought to trial then six months from the date that the defendant was arraigned before the court in which the indictment is found. The decision whether to waive speedy trial is an important decision that should not be rushed 
It warrants strong consideration by both counsel and client. At this juncture, Kohlberger has not waived his right to speedy trial, and a trial, uh, jury trial is scheduled to commence on October 2nd. Okay. Thus, precious time is ticking. Is that legalese? Given these two important rights, the right to review and potentially potentially challenge the grand jury and the right to a speedy trial this court finds and Kohlberger has agreed that there is good cause to stay the running of the speedy trial clock for a set period of time the stay will run from july 6th okay so he is getting a stay the stay will run from july 6 2023 until august 11th this 37 day stay is limited only to the running of speedy trial and does not stay any other portion of the case or the party's abilities continue discovery. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? What does it matter? So it stayed for 37 days in between time. He's still going to be able to go to trial in October. So what the hell has been stayed? It's just like somebody scheduled, scheduled, uh, you know, what his lawyer is going to be doing during this time. The 37-day stay is limited only to the running of speedy trial. does not stay any other portion of the case or the party's ability to continue discovery. Okay, I see. So it's going to take 37 days, follow me here, 37 days away from his right to a speedy trial. In other words, those 37 days that he's looking over this material doesn't count. So if they come up with something, they can put it on the other end saying, uh, you still have a speedy trial because we're adding that 37 days back. Motion practice or Kohlberger's obligation to provide the state with an alibi by July 24th, 2023. Oh, so he hasn't, he hasn't provided an alibi to the state yet. The state will run from July 6th. We're learning some stuff, guys, from July 6th until August 11th. The 37-day stay is limited only to the running of a speedy trial and does not stay any other portion of the case or the party's abilities to continue discovery, motion practice, or Kohlberger's obligation to provide the state with an alibi by July 24th, 2023, as previously agreed to by the parties. So he still has to give an alibi. This time will allow the defense to obtain all the grand jury materials it is entitled to review said materials without waiving speedy trial, and then decide if they wish to pursue a stay. Pursuant to Idaho Section 2213, the stay means that the state must bring Kohlberger to trial within six months and 37 days from the date of his arraignment, which was May 22nd, 2023. Kohlberger and his counsel agreed on the record, on the damn record, July 6th, to the terms of the stay and have agreed that Kohlberger cannot later argue that his right to a speedy trial was violated if he's brought to trial in the six months and 37 days of May 22nd, 2023. Yeah, he got 37 days added. At the same time, the court has specifically recognized that Kohlberger has not waived his right to speedy trial by agreeing to this day. At this time, the trial set to begin on October 2nd, 2023 will not be moved up, but may be in the future if either party decides the extra 37 days are necessary to prepare for trial. You all getting that? All right, I'm reading the comments now. I'm looking at you, lead with love and bon bon. 
Prosecutors should have said, prosecutors should have just paid and given to him since country is not paying anyway. It's so petty. Bon Bon, it must. It matters because he only has so long to fight the grand jury indictment. Hot ham in Indiana, I don't think they can do death penalty cases without a bench trial. I believe that 60 days don't quote me, but that's a granting stay on everything. I think Thompson Taylor had lunch and made these arrangements. Let them go to their summer cabins. You're probably right. Wish I could hear some other alibis. All right, let's continue here. There's much more to this. You guys, I'm going to break that down for you. So Kohlberger's defense asked for a stay. And technically, this is what the def- the prosecutor said. You can't ask for a stay until you've actually gone over the information from the grand jury. And we haven't even given it to you yet, although we're supposed to. And it's not going to be ready till sometime. What? It's not going to be till some ready until sometime in July. So they granted him like 37 days to go over the information from the grand jury just to see if they want a stay. So it's like a FACO stay, uh, not a real stay. All right. But they said they were talking about him. He said that he was going to give an alibi. He hasn't given an alibi to the defense yet. He claims... I mean, it doesn't matter what the alibi is. You know, you can, everybody has an alibi. I mean, you can have a good alibi or a crappy alibi, but everybody has an alibi because everybody was somewhere at some time. But he hasn't given any of the defense yet. So for people that think he's innocent, why didn't he give one then? Is he going to give one? I'm telling you, man, he was cruising for some crack. Come on. Uh, Let's see. Amended stipulation for preparation and release of transcript and records of grand jury proceedings with conditions. Come now, the above named parties by and through their undersigned attorneys for record and hereby stipulate to the court entering orders pursuant to Idaho criminal rules for the preparation of a transcript of the grand jury proceedings here and accept deliberations contemplated by Idaho criminal rule 62 for permission for the state and defense to obtain a copy of said transcript and record, including the items listed on the attached exhibit a, which is submitted under the seal to protect confidential grand jury information, copies of the exhibit, copies of the questionnaires for the jurors, with the understanding that the same will remain confidential. The honorable Jay Gaskill senior district judge presiding over the grand jury proceedings has already issued a May 16th, 2023 order releasing records, and proceedings pursuant to Idaho Criminal Rule 6.3, the parties further stipulate that the records and proceedings of the grand jury may also be shared by defense counsel with its investigators and retain experts with the provisions that those individuals shall not be allowed to further disclose any of the grand jury materials. Select portions of the grand jury record and transcript may also be shared with any witnesses who testified at the grand jury proceedings. But for, each witness, but for each witness, only that part of the redacted version of the transcript that contains his or her own testimony in order to protect the identities of the impaneled grand jurors. 
the disclosed record and transcript are to be redacted prior to being shared so as to remove any reference to grand jurors' individual names. Attached, Exhibit A, attached to the amended stipulation for preparation and release of the transcript and a record of grand jury proceedings with conditions. Yeehaw. Amended order for preparation and release of transcript and recordings with grand jury conditions. I'm not going to read all this because why? If there's anything interesting, same thing as before. The date is the 6th on this. This is the ones, the ones I got on Friday. I think it was about Friday, wasn't it? So really, that's all that came out today, just stating that they're going to have a hearing. There was a thing that they were going to have a hearing. Let's see. Motion to, why is this from the 6th? Motion to temporarily seal Exhibit A of the amended stipulation and amend order for preparation and release of transcript and records of grand jury proceedings with conditions pending hearing. And then we have the hearing that we already have. Again, they want to. And Taylor filed this. Because she doesn't want it to interfere with enforcement proceedings, deprive a person of a right to a fair trial or impartial adjunction, constitute an unwarranted invasion of personal privacy, disclose the identity of a confidential source, disclose investigative techniques and procedures. You know, I heard this. I heard that they did give Ann some of the training records from the police officers that apprehended Colberger. So that was interesting. Temporary order, sealing stipulation in order to close and seal record of hearing. Judge, 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 judge. This is the same, the same. All right. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait a second, guys. I got something, a cup of coffee and it tastes good too. In my midnight radio mug that you can get at midnightrad.io. You can also get one of those midnight radio 3d holographic stickers and slap it on your ass. Third supplemental request for discovery filed on May 12th states response to defendant's motion to compel discovery filed on June 8th state supplemental response to defendant's first, second, and third request for discovery filed on June 29, 2023. State's response to defendant's second motion to compel discovery filed on June 29th. All right, I just read that. Fourth supplemental request. In addition, the state incorporates a motion for protective order filed on June 16th and subsequent filings on issues raised regarding IgG. As outlined in that motion, the state seeks an order protecting IgG information from disclosure as it falls outside the purview of Rule 16. What is IgG? 
in, an, in the alternative, if the defense can establish that IgG information is relevant, the state asks the court to conduct an in-camera hearing so the state can present information related to the IgG information in a protective order. The state has and will continue to provide discovery in accordance with ICR. And it was delivered. Mm, this is interesting. This is temporary order sealing the stipulation to extend return of evidentiary items pending the hearing. What? Based upon the motion of the state to temporarily seal the stipulation to extend return of evidentiary items filed herein and no objection from defense counsel, the court does hereby confirm in order that the stipulation to extend return of evidentiary exempt from disclosure are sealed. How about that? Based upon the motion of the state to temporarily seal the order, extending return of evidentiary items. Thank you, thank you. Motion to temporarily seal. Come now, the state of Idaho, by and through the Latok County Prosecuting Attorney, and hereby moves the court pursuant to Idaho Administration Rule 32G's-1 in Idaho Code 74 slash 124 for a temporary order sealing the order extending return of evidentiary items herein because release or disclosure would interfere with law enforcement proceedings, deprive a person to a fair trial or impartial adjunction. So, Kohlberger's uh, lawyer, Ann Taylor, asked for it and she got it. Sealed. Sealed. The court agreed. All right, so order on defendant's motion to compel discovery. All right, well, this is interesting. Let's go over this real quick. Make sure this isn't too old. On May 4th, on May 4th, 2023, defendant Brian C. Kohlberger, Filed a motion to compel discovery stemming from defendant's second supplemental request for discovery. Filed on March 24th, oral argument on the motion was heard on June 27th. Goldberger was represented by Ann Taylor, Public Defender's Office, and the state was represented by William Thompson, Jr. In Ashley Jennings, Letaw County Prosecutor's Office, Ingrid Bailey, and Jeff Nye, Office of the Attorney General. At the outset of the hearing, the parties informed the court that they had reached agreements on all issues except 160. Request 160 asks the state to provide to defendant training records of all three specific law enforcement officers. Um, Idaho Criminal Rule 16B4 states that papers and documents that are material to the preparation of the defense that are in the possession, custody, or control of the prosecuting attorney are discoverable. Additionally, Rule 16B10 allows the court to order material and information be made available to a defendant or the defendant shows substantial need in the preparation of the defendant's case for additional material or information not otherwise covered by Rule 16 and that the defendant is unable without undue hardship to obtain the substantial equivalent by other means. 
During oral argument, the defense argued that it needs the training records for the three specific officers identified in the request to understand the processes and methods the officers utilize. Specifically, the defense wants to see what training these officers have received in interviewing witnesses and collecting and evaluating evidence. Oh, Lordy. The defense argued that the three officers identified each played a critical role in the investigation of this case. One officer interviewed witnesses at the scene of the crime and worked on the search for a specific car of interest. The second officer interviewed key witnesses expected to testify at trial. The defense expects to subpoena this officer for trial. Finally, the third officer conducted multiple interviews of key witnesses after Kohlberg was arrested, attended the victim's autopsies, and, and made decisions about what tips provided to law enforcement warranted further investigation. I know a lot of you who were watching the show at the time called in with tips and they apparently told them what tips they were looking for and what tips they weren't. Were they smelly tips, hairy tips, short tips, sideways tips, long tips, short tips, green tips, blue tips, just the tips. They told them what kind. You know what? I can't wait to hear about why Dylan didn't call earlier. I can't wait to find that out in trial. That's the one thing I can't stop working my, I can't stop thinking about. <sighs> I mean, in reality, she doesn't have to say much. She doesn't have to say anything. Um, I don't know. And I forgot, you know, covers any damn thing, but the way that's asked and the way that's brought up, you know, the way, the trial leads to that point as an attorney, you're telling a narrative and at least at that point, you know, you have what eight over eight hours, you know, that's like an eight hour gap. You can drive a freaking jetliner through as far as doubt, you know, anything could have been messed with or changed or God, I don't know. Talk, if I was on the jury and we're talking about reasonable doubt, you know, reasonable doubt in eight hours should be able to be raised, you think, especially if they just have touch DNA. You know, touch DNA isn't blood. It isn't even, you know, secretions. It's skin cells, you know. Um, basically, if you put your finger on a piece of glass and you see that thumbprint well in that thumbprint there's grease but there's also some skin cells now here's the part that's bothering me it is it is one of the i don't know most minute forms of dna if it is not the most minute the same as like you know a drop of sweat or something how they could have got that back so fast and they how many tests they had to do with that one little sample is just boggling my brain I don't even know if they could do that. They could barely get one, you know. All right, let's continue here. Here are the three officers' training records requested by the defense are material to the preparation for the defense, and Kohlberger has established a substantial need for the material in the uh, preparation of this case. First, the defense adequately articulated the role of each of these officers played in interviewing witnesses and finding and collecting potential evidence. Second, the training records of these officers are potentially relevant to a suppression issue like in uh, Cohagen or to challenge the credibility of the officers and the reliability of their methods, similar to the training records of canine officers. Other potential uses for the training records include 
to help prepare the defense for an examination or cross-examination of the officers at trial or to help establish or challenge a foundation for the admissibility of evidence gathered by those officers at trial. I'm sure one of the things that they're going to know, they're going to want to know, and you know, if I was a part of the defense, I would uh, use Alexa because I know Alexa was there. So I would want to know from Amazon, I want them to turn over all that to me because I want to know what people said there. I want to know, for example, if Dylan was coached to say somebody had, you know, fuzzy eyebrows. I want to know if that was from her. You know, when a witness is being interviewed, a witness, not a suspect, if a witness is being interviewed, is it recorded every time? I think it should be from now on if it's not. But I, as a defense, I would requisition those Amazon records, you know, if they were anywhere around Alexa when they were being interviewed, because I want to know the truth. While generally all personal records of a current or former public official are exempt from disclosure under the Public Records Act, public disclosure of the personnel records sought here can be prevented by the insurance of a protective order stipulated by the parties. Therefore, the court orders the following. The state shall provide to the defense the training records requested in 160 of defendant's second supplemental request for discovery and motion to compel discovery no later than July 14th, 2023, unless the state demonstrates good cause for an extension of time to, re- to turn over the requested materials further, the parties shall provide the court with a stipulation for a protective order and a proposed protective order for the training records. There you go. All right, look at the date on this. First, I'm going to check in with the chat room. Hello, chat room. Aristocrat, hello, how you doing? JW, how's it hanging, man? All right. What do we got? Bon Bon still here. Glad you can still hang with us. This portion of the show is produced by Hot Ham Radio. Pirate Radio, he wanted to still... Maddie, what is this? He wanted to steal Maddie silently. That's why he got the knife. He wanted to steal Maddie silently. That's why he got the knife. Hey, at least that's, you know, makes sense. I tried to swipe my neighbor's cell phone to make a call outside in the sun. I'm oozing DNA and greasy sweat. From Pirate Radio, just the type of person he is slash was, what he was into in the position of his assets. One of the Manson girls got out today. Isn't that, that's a story too. Should we go over it? Shall we go over? Okay, I'll tell you what real quick. Let me. Let me open up the phone lines. Wouldn't that be fun to open up the phone lines? Maybe someone will talk to me. It's supposed to be a talk show. Not up here with an asshole talking to himself all day. Before we move on. Hold on a second. Before we move on. Ah, crap. 
doing the wrong thing. I'm going to look at the first one again because this tells us when the next hearing is going to be. All right, guys, let's look at that hearing again. The hearing is going to be on 818, the motion hearing at 1030. All right. Next month, August 18th at 1030 a.m. And we'll talk about we'll talk about it then. All right. I want to look for that Manson girl getting out. I didn't know about it. I've done some investigating her. Actually, man, she was crazy. Man, I got a lot of weird stuff, though. All right. Her name was Leslie Van Houten. All right. I don't have that she's out, actually. I thought there was some new info on that. All right, I'm going to play that first. I got a lot of other things to talk about for those of you that might be interested. So an interesting thing about, so we'll talk about Charles Manson here for a little bit. I, I had to study him in college. What the hell did I study him for? Uh, psychology or something. Psychology of the criminal mind. So I'm not going to give you all of his background, but he was always in prison up to the point he was in his 30s. And that's when he got released and he tried to stay in prison, but they would not keep him. He didn't want to leave because actually prison was the only home he'd ever known. And he did not want to leave, but they made him go out. And what did he do when he, you know, he started a cult. That's what he did. So we're talking about little Charlie Manson. He was a little guy, right? Really little guy. And we're talking about somebody little in prison. So what happens if you're a little guy in prison? Well, you have to have a big mouth. You have to have a bark worse than your bite. So what was he into? You know, he was into white supremacy, you know, something he learned from prison, you know, back at the time, either you're the white gang, the Hispanic gang or the African-American gang to survive. So that's what he knew. So he, he came out there talking about these big ideas. Now, he was, he's not without responsibility to murder, but he had a big mouth, okay? They say that he ordered his followers to kill these people, but it looks like he had a big mouth. He was talking about a race war, all this stuff that was coming, what position they would be in, and he had all them. They were all taking drugs, and they got all ramped up. So they went out and made it happen, and Leslie is one of the key people that did it. She was like the leader. So, man, if you really look at this story and it is off the chain. Now, what, what are we looking at here? We're, we're looking at what 53 years later, can somebody be forgiven after they committed a murder like this? Does somebody have the right to be forgiven? 
Former Charles Manson follower Leslie Van Houten is one step closer to being free. Governor Gavin Newsom says he will no longer fight her parole after a state appeals court ruled she should be released. Van Houten has been in prison for 53 years in connection with the 1969 killings of Lino and Rosemary LaBianca. She has been recommended for parole five times since 2016, but Newsom and former Former Governor Jerry Brown rejected those recommendations. The state parole board must give a final sign-off and Van Houten could be released to a halfway house in weeks. And there you go. All right, so here's something else I want to look at right now. I'm going to show this to you. Now, this is the girl who had the baby in the hospital, threw it in the garbage. All right. And I caught her in some lies. I'm sure some other people have too. And they're just screaming. I mean, I got to show them. All right. I'm going to the first of this first. Lexi, I told you about. Lexi, I told you about this. You are detained. You are not free to leave at this point. Do you understand that? How big is the baby? It's full term. What? Um, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm just going to play the relevant part of her lies. I'm going to show the police officer here talking to somebody else about what actually happened and why he's there. Then I'm going to show her talking to her doctor, you know, saying things like, I didn't know I was pregnant and the baby was, you know, wasn't making a noise. And yeah. So we started working her up. Um, we did a pregnancy test on her, showed positive. She was denying that she had sex. Um, then she said she had to go to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom. She was in there for quite a while. We kept knocking on the door. Finally, we got her to open the door, and there was blood. All right. Um, one of the things for those of you ladies who've had babies in the audience there, and me who, you know, I guess, been with my wife, and she was having babies, one of the things they tell you is to not go to the bathroom if you're about to have a baby because it might fall in the toilet. It's one of the things they say, and they just let her go to the bathroom. That's disturbing. Everywhere she was cleaning it up. So we took her back to the room, and I was afraid that she knew she was pregnant. She had done something to herself. Mm -hmm. um, so the doctor started doing an exam on her. We had the lady come to clean the bathroom. She put the baby in the trash can. And then she put another clean liner over the top of it. Okay. So they looked when they looked in there, it looked there was no trash in there, but it right. was underneath the clean bag. The okay. baby's dead. Okay. We have them in trauma too, but one of the things I find disgusting it, when she talks, she doesn't talk about the baby likes a human. She says it, it was this, it was that, it wasn't alive. She killed the kid. Yeah. How old was the how old was the baby? I don't know. It's full term. She just had it. She had it in the bathroom. Was what happened. And then she, whatever she did, I don't know. She's gonna lie. She wouldn't tell us she's pregnant. She's been lying the whole time. Okay. So that's what's going on. Um, I just pulled the doctor out of the room, so nothing's been said to the patient or the yeah. mother that's in there yet. Okay. Um, I have Leela, the housekeeper. If you want to interview her, yeah, she's the one that kind yeah. of found. Yeah, because I wanted to get with you guys first and then get with her right. to get her statement before I even do anything. Well, I'm the charge, and this is what has happened. Okay. You can interview the nurse that had her. 
Okay. The two nurses that were taking care of her. You can talk to the tech, which is Lori. She's the one that went in there and actually found it. Because Lee was like, this is really heavy. Okay. So then uh, Lori went in there, and then, of course, the baby was underneath the red, uh, clean liner. Okay. Yeah, if we can, if we can speak with Lori. That okay, I'll get Lori. And I'll so, get, so, okay. so, officers, though, so, the first thing, though, is I need to make sure that the, the mother, the woman who delivered the baby, is medically stable. Right. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if she delivered a placenta. She's bleeding a lot. I just got her accepted to Loveless, okay. so I need to get her up there as soon as possible. Okay. Okay. So how I need to tell her what's going on, and I need to tell the mother what's going. The mother and they're both in there together. Uh -huh. Do would, is one of you willing to be be present for that conversation? Yeah. Are you guys going? Yeah. Okay, let's yeah, go in right sure. now. And get this. Oh, we're doing that. And then I'll I'll make sure Lila comes down. Lord, all the other nurses and stuff are here, and I'll get Lila here. Okay. She's in the ship. Hey, um, Maria, will you get Lila back down here? Let's see where this one takes me. Experience more with hard to get tables from Chase Sapphire Reserve. Chase, make more of what's yours. Good nights give unbeatable protection. Hell no. First fact, she's 19 and she's still in high school. What the she hell? She's a student too. She's no, still no, you're, you're right. right. You, you're right. She needs to. I'm sorry, I forgot. She's 19. But you need to for, to make sure that you're safe. I need to send you to left Loveless to labor delivery. Will you please agree to that? Yes. 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 Okay. Great. I'm gonna work on that. Um, in terms, I'm sorry about this, but in terms of delivering um, a baby, and it looked like you tried to hide it, you do have to have the police involved. And nothing was crying. It came out with nothing. I know, I know. But the, the baby's gonna have to be taken for autopsy and. I have some statements from her friends, and I'm gonna show you guys after this. There'll be an investigator and everything. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but we need to do this correctly, um, and I want to be transparent with you about what our steps are going to be. Officer, do you need to? Do you guys need to talk to her before we get her transferred? How long is it going to be before you have the transfer? Out? I don't know. Are we working on? 
Okay. Uh, Maria, so, do you think 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, hopefully, okay. yes. Okay. So I, got, I got a few questions on the way. Okay. They're going to be talking for. Okay. Do you guys have, I'm the charge nurse here. Do you guys have any questions for me? Like, how big is the baby? It's full term. What? Nine months? Nothing was crying. Lexi, have you watched the news of. The mother is acting nine months. Like they didn't know she was pregnant. I have some rock salt evidence. I'm going to give you after this that they knew. Oh yes. They knew the girls that what they do to their babies and what they go to jail. Who's crying? Any, 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 any other questions? Okay. Right. So, as of right now, like I'm going to say, this we're going to have the detectives come over here and they're going to talk to you. Okay. We have to gather some more information about what's been, what's going on. They'll get your statement. They're going to get the doctor statements. They're going to get everybody's statements. Okay. So, I don't know everything yet. Okay. So, I'm not going to tell you. I can't tell you nothing, honestly. Okay. No, well, right now she's being detained. So she, she's not going to leave from here at all, period. Okay. So one of us will be in your custody. Sorry. Yeah. She's detained. Oh, yeah. She's not under arrest, but she okay. is detained. Okay. She's not free to leave. So while this whole thing is coming up is you're not free to leave. Okay. One of okay. us will be in here the whole time with you because you're not going to try to leave or nothing like that. She right. Right. The detectives will be here. They're going to talk to you. I mean, your care is of, of the utmost right now, okay? They're going to do what they need to do to take care of you to make sure you get stable. They get you transferred out or whatever. Like I said, the detectives are already been notified. They're already on the way. So they're going to come talk to you, all right? So don't leave. Don't try to do nothing. One of us is always going to be in here in this room with you, okay? Unless we have to step out for doctor's orders, something like that, because if they need to examine you or do something with you. But other than that, like I said, you are detained. You are not free to leave at this point. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Okay. Where was the lady at? I, I don't know. I have no clue yet. Like I said, I just talked to the charge nurse. We're still getting all the information right now. Okay. okay. Um, once we get that information, like I said, the detectives, they can clue you out on everything and talk to you more about it. Okay. All right. Do you happen to have an ID on you, Coach? Yes, she does. Okay. Can we get that? Mm -hmm. The autopsy came back. The baby was perfectly healthy. Yes. Um, yeah, you'll be fine. I'll be back. Is that gonna say, Could you do me a favor? I'm used to um, an ad record call. 
Okay, it'll be uh, New Mexico DL, both of them, whenever you're ready. Where did you put the baby at? Tell me the truth. Uh, 517. Oh! Whoa! Hi, Ken! What in the land of ass? Oh, man. Without them. Barbie, July 21st, rated PG-13. Yes. Why did you say anything to us? Do you want to get in trouble for this now? You could get in trouble for this. Mom, Mom. All right, just give it time, okay? Let me speak to detectives whenever she's ready, okay? You ready for the second one? Uh, last three, that second one. A lot of the last three, the second one is There's some people that are saying that it was actually the mother's idea that she did what she did. Awesome, thank you so much being here kind of adding to to your anxiety and everything else okay if you need something just push that button okay and then they'll come in there they're they're on the way okay okay so as soon as they get here they're going to talk to you i mean the reason why your mom well not yet yeah once they get here then it's up to the inspectors to come get out of and if you come back here if they're okay with her coming back here, then come back here. Okay. The reason why is because you, you're an adult. You're 19 years old. If, if you're a juvenile, she, I would gladly have her back in here. Okay. So an adult. All right. I'm going to end this here and show you some of the other information that we have now regarding this case. Uh, she was a master manipulator, Alexi Treviso. Treviso. She knew she was pregnant and had even picked out the name Alex for her baby boy, but hid it from everyone and blamed weight gain on birth control pill. High school friends claim we have pictures of her. There she is, 19 years old, still in high school. What's up with that? The New Mexico teen mom accused of killing her newborn son knew she was pregnant, according to several of her high school friends. As reported to Daily Mail, she even picked out a name for the baby boy. She's going to call him Alex. And she claimed that she'd put on weight, not because she was expecting, but because she had started taking the contraceptive pill. Well, these are two different things, right? Either she's pregnant, going to name the baby, or she's taking the contraceptive pill. She knew she was pregnant and hid it from almost everyone when former friend told Daily Mail. She told me she just gained weight because she was on the pill. Treviso, 19, from Artesia, New Mexico, has been charged with first-degree murder and tampering with evidence for putting her newborn son's body in a trash can beneath a plastic bag in the bathroom at the hospital on January 27th. She's currently on a $100,000 bell after a judge allow, allowed her to return to school to graduate. Here's pictures of her looking, I don't know, like a very much the part of a pregnant teenager. This is Alexi and her boyfriend, Devin Fierro. 
her baby's father at a high school prom in April, April 22nd, 12 weeks after she gave birth to their newborn son and put him in the trash in the hospital bathroom. So she's been free to have fun, apparently. Oh, look at this. Does she look not pregnant to you? Did her mother not know that this that she was nine months pregnant? If this was your daughter, would you not have had her at least take a birth control test? Bullshit. Now, somebody told me in the chat room, which reminded me that her attorney is saying that she was given morphine for her back pains. So maybe she was under the influence when she did this. That seems like a really good defense, actually. But her mother was acting like she didn't know it was a full-term baby? Bullshit. Like they didn't know she was pregnant? Bullshit. Look at this. That's a pregnant cheerleader in a high school. Everybody would have known and would have been talking about it. Uh, snickering and laughing. Look at this. Come on. She didn't want to have to deal with the baby. She's shown here running to the bathroom in the general hospital. This is her, one of her pictures, her senior year pictures. Hello. This isn't some 350-pound chick from Iowa. She had to perform weekly. You would have felt the baby kick all kinds of things. This is the affidavit for the arrest warrant. Entrapment occurs, and this is how the baby died. Entrapment occurred when an individual is in an airtight relatively airtight container in this case a tied plastic trash bag and consumes all the available oxygen until there is no longer enough oxygen to sustain life due to the facts above i am requesting an arrest warrant for the above named subject i detective corporal james mintner contacted Terping and son's funeral home in reference to the baby doe case. I asked him if there was any report of a burial or cremation of a baby in February. He stated that the baby, he stated the baby that the, he said, he stated that the baby was sent to Ballard funeral home in Roswell. Once the baby was cremated, he stated that the remains of the baby were sent to the mother, Alexi, Treviso, I asked if it would be possible to get copies of all the paperwork involving the baby. They stated that they would have to get with the manager. Do you think she buried the baby or do you think she threw it in the trash again? All right, let's continue the story here. Classmates say the rumors began to run rampant that she was pregnant but the 19-year-old brushed them off and blamed weight gain on the birth control pill. All right, these are from her friends. Alexi was a master manipulator to everyone, said another classmate. She has several friends, but very few close friends. One minute, she could be friendly with you if she wanted something, then pretend you didn't even exist the next minute. 
The friends asked not to be identified because in Artesia, with this population of just 12,000, everybody knows everyone. She had this attitude about her as if she was better than everyone else. It was almost as if she looked down on you. She thought she was the best cheerleader at the school because she was friendlier with the other coaches and most of the other girls. She spent most of her time with Devin Fierro, her boyfriend of three years, who was also a senior. The friends say talk about her pregnancy started swirling in November last year when she would have been around seven months pregnant, but she denied it to anyone who would ask. A cheerleading coach even asked her if she was expecting, and Alexi again blamed her weight gain on taking birth control pills. FriendsDailyMail.com spoke with said, Treviso never confirmed to them that she was pregnant, even though rumors were rampant around the school. We didn't want to get in her business. The last thing you want to ask someone who looks like they've gained weight is if they're pregnant. But reflecting back, the friends say, all last year, Alexi wore baggy-type clothing, when in previous years, she hadn't. Well, I'm glad she got to go to prom, aren't you guys? When her weight gain really became noticeable in mid-December, without any prodding from her friends, she told them she has realized she has gained weight and needed to go on a diet to get back on track. According to police reports, her newborn baby later died from entrapment when an individual in an airtight container, a relatively airtight container in this case, tiny plastic bag, consumes available oxygen and there's no longer enough to sustain life. She was taken to the town's hospital where she complained of back pain. She told nursing staff she was not pregnant, had regular periods, and was not sexually active. A lab test was run and the test came back positive for pregnancy. And then she went to the bathroom at the hospital and refused to come out. She spent 19 minutes inside, only coming out after nursing staff got the key from security and told her they were coming in. Steph found the bathroom covered in blood. At first, they thought she was trying to harm herself or had pregnancy-related medical problems. Steph checked the toilet and found it empty and then checked the top of the trash can and found nothing unusual. As she was being treated by hospital personnel, a housekeeper came into the bathroom, started to clean up the blood on the floor. When she went to take the trash out, she noticed it was heavier than normal. She looked through the trash can and found the baby tied it in another bag at the bottom of the trash can. The housekeeper alerted nurses who opened the bag and found a newborn baby. It was already cold and blue with no signs of life. A doctor then announced time of death at 2.28 a.m. on January 27th, according to court documents. Wow. There she is. You want to watch the video of her? Why, sure you do. There she is on the side, on the side, not with the other cheerleaders. On the side with her pregnant belly. She didn't know she was pregnant. She's even got the waddle. Hiding her girth with pom-poms.
There she is running to the bathroom. Was that her mother? Looks like her mother, didn't it? Hey. Okay, they're talking to her in the bathroom. I haven't seen this footage. Should have been a joyous day having a newborn baby. So you look at these things that you hear about and then you go over the information that you have and then you, you know, go over little fine details, right? And if this is true, that her friends actually said that and her friends actually said that she was going to name the baby Alex, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you how she knew it was a boy. How did she know she was going to give birth to a boy? Was there prenatal care somewhere else? Later that same day, a local news station ran a news item. The police were investigating the unintended death of a newborn child. When news broke of a dead newborn, several people in Artesia High School said it was Alexi's baby, added the friend. A few weeks later, Alexi and her boyfriend, Devin, returned to school. There were whispers about what had happened, but no one knew anything for certain. Alexi and Devin came back to school and acted like nothing was wrong. They didn't tell anyone why they had been away, nor did anyone ask. After returning to school, Alexi never cheered again at a game. She only stood on the sidelines. The reason the coaches gave was when Alexi was away, they had learned some new routines for an upcoming cheer competition, and she didn't know them. But she was able to make it to prom in the last week of April when her son would have been three months old. Three months old. She slipped in in a mini dress and sneakers to dance the night with Fierro. Alexi had to have heard the rumors about her, Devin and the baby, but by the way she acted, it's as if she didn't have a care in the world, said one school friend. At one point in English class, we were supposed to write a poem. She wrote one titled, People Talk. It was about how people are spreading rumors about her and speculating on what had happened. It was her way of fighting back what people were saying about her. Alexi is a narcissist, continued the friend. She named the baby boy the one she's accused of killing. She deserves some serious prison time if convicted for what she did. She needs to pay for a crime. More importantly, she's going to have to answer to God for what she did to her son. This is kind of emotional for me. Reading this, realizing that her son would have been three months old when she went to prom because I remember my son when he was two months old because that's when I moved back to Texas from, um, from living in Tennessee and I moved back to Texas because I wanted him to be raised up here. I wanted him to be raised here. And I remember him at two months old. So very well, my, my little buddy, you know, that's main mod. That's how old he was. 
That's whole her son would have been when she went to prom. Alexi was arrested in May after an autopsy report revealed the baby boy had air in his lungs when he died, suggesting he was alive and breathing when he was born. I wonder if he cried like she said he didn't. Hospital staff, including cleaners who found the lifeless infant in the trash can after she gave birth, shared harrowing graphic accounts of what they encountered in the video interviews published earlier this week. Among the most startling descriptions came from a nursing assistant named Noli Lori, who told the detectives how it looked as though Alexi had ripped the umbilical cord like an animal. According to police records, Alexi's baby was cremated, and she now has possession of the cremains. The last time any of Alexi's friends saw her was the day that she was arrested on May 10th. She bonded out of jail on May the 16th on a $100,000 bond with the condition of a 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. curfew. No drugs, no alcohol, possession of firearms. She can't have contact with anyone who could be defined as a, a personal relationship. Artesia school officials allowed her to graduate from high school, but she wasn't allowed to walk in the graduation ceremony. We were all told by our teacher at school after Lexi was arrested that if we said anything about the situation, we would get suspended from school and not be able to participate in our high school graduation ceremony, said one of her friends. Records indicate police attempted to speak with Alexi on January 31st, four days after the baby died, and again on uh, April 26th when they approached her after she left school, but she refused to speak with any of them without her attorney present. Fierro, who admitted the child was his, has also refused to speak with police. They contacted him on February 9th and February 16th, where he advised them he didn't want to speak with them. He has not been recharged. He has not been charged in relation to the baby's death. Trevisno's next court date is September 11th, 2023. All right, let's read some of the comments like we always do. Christina says, suspended for talking about her in school. Why? I think it's an important discussion between adults and other students to have. Also, why didn't anyone from the school call her mother and voice their concerns? She knows what she did was wrong, premeditated murder, uber vamp. The woman was literally in a hospital when she decides a trash can is the best route. Heartless throw away the key. She needs to be in a psych ward. I want to know what you think. Phone number is 325-261-0892. I got to know, thank you very much for your contribution. A lot of people can't stomach this information. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. The school is lying about her reason for not cheering. All right. They're straight ass lying about it. She was allowed to be there. She was allowed to graduate. It's always about victim. It's always about the rights of the accused, right? And that's what I'm looking at. But if anybody talked about it, they wouldn't have been able to walk. Just like her. A load of shit. I don't mind saying. If you think it's a load of shit, call me 325-261-0892. And we'll shoot the shit. It's a hard story to go over. In 8 IV, Niv. Hey, Grant's here, everybody. Was the orange and white uniform video filmed in November 2022? If so, that's a long pregnancy. 
All right. We have some more things to talk about. We're going to continue seeing what happened. Oh, check. Well, let me play this one video for you then. We are seeing new video of a cheerleader who secretly gave birth in a hospital and then, according to authorities, left her baby to die in a garbage can. She claims she didn't know she was pregnant and panicked. But as Amber Cogliano reports, many say looking at this video of her with her squad, she had to know she was expecting. It's dramatic, just released body cam video of cops arresting a teenage cheerleader for allegedly murdering her newborn baby while her mom questions cops. What is she under arrest for? She is a warrant for arrest. For what? That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay? What do you mean that's all you're going to tell me? 19-year-old Alexi Treviso appears calm as she packs a small bag of personal items before being taken from her home. But her mom is distraught as she watches her daughter being handcuffed by cops. Cops say she left her baby boy in the trash in a hospital bathroom. We discovered a dead baby in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. That's very freaking baby Alexi says she had no idea she was pregnant and went to the ER for back pain. But is that believable? Check out this video of Alexi performing on her high school cheerleading squad less than three weeks before she gave birth. Cops say that's a baby bump showing and she must have known she was pregnant. I spoke with her defense attorney, Gary Mitchell. In the video, she clearly has a baby bump. How can she say she didn't know she was pregnant? That's what she thought. She thought she wasn't pregnant because she's still having a, she's still having her monthly cycle. And that's a big issue. Gary. You don't think she looks pregnant in that video? I don't make a judgment on that, and I can't make a judgment on that. This body cam video shows the somber moment cops talked to Alexi's boyfriend, Devin Fierro, in a hospital waiting room. You are more than likely will, will be the father. Okay. Alexi is free on $100,000 bail. Alexi Treviso has pled not guilty to first-degree murder. Talk about this briefly, very, 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 very briefly. Uh, the Rudy Farias, or Rudy Ferhas, ha. Um, I was gonna read this to you guys the other day, but I didn't. And I'm like, what? I didn't. These are some of the things that the. These are some of the things that, that the, private get, the private investigators found when they were investigating and uh, blew my damn mind. Private investigators who worked the Refarious missing case visited his Houston home repeatedly. They found padlocked hallway doors and a suspicious letter in the teen's bedroom. They never saw the two dogs, which were a key detail in the original disappearance story. And uh, the original disappearance story is that he went out and walked his dogs. The dogs came home. He didn't. There were no dogs. And while the dogs soon wandered home, Farius vanished for eight years. Uh, somebody contacted me, you know, yesterday maybe, saying they think that it's completely bogus. They're telling me they think that Rudy's involved in it. And uh, we're all just getting... 
we're all just getting played and he's a part of it. You know, that's possible too. Um, actually, they actually thought that Cornell X was a part of it also. Now, there's not much to the story other than that. But some of the investigators had this to say. It was the most unusual case we'd ever worked. Trying to find Rudy. Adding, added Routinera, Routinera, a retired Port of Los Angeles police officer who worked the Ferris case with his wife, who's also a PI. The two also run the Checkmate Investigative Field Services Agency out of Spring, Texas. As it stands now, we suspect what we suspect is apparently coming true, the husband said. All the leads were given came from Janie. Therefore, all those leads we have to consider to be false. The two years of their probe, we've been to that house more times than you have fingers. Much about the home never set well. There were padlocks on the doors in the hallways. She would never let us speak to her mother, she said, a reference to Rosa Sosa. Rodriguez, who lived there at the time and whose record show died in 2020. The letter in Rudy's room. We went to his bedroom to look for clues. As we do for all missing children, the teen's schoolwork was there and his distinctive printed handwriting. But I found a letter that was a letter from Rudy, from Rudy to his mother, written in cursive, she said. And we took it and compared it to other pieces of Janie's handwriting and realized she was the one that wrote it. It matched her handwriting perfectly. In the supposed Dear Mom letter, Farius or whoever penned it explained that he had run away on purpose. That letter and the stormed off scenario has never passed along, was never passed along to authorities. Instead, the mother went with a more sympathetic claim that her son has simply vanished in thin air possibly at the hands of Mexican traffickers. All right, there you go. More importantly, tractor trailer flips, spilling loads of chicken poop on the ramp to I-75. You want to see the video of it, don't you? Holy moly. Crews are still working to clean up a crash and spill in Gastonia. You oh. see here, a tractor trailer road, rolled over on the ramp from Highway 321 to I-85 North, spilling right powdered chicken poop. It's often used for fertilizer. Chopper 9 Sky Zoom flying over the scene. You can see it all there. We also got like a from the ground. Crews closed that ramp to do the cleanup. Officials tell Channel 9 there is no reported health hazard because of this dollars of her money back of course not of course not all right now this is breaking news right y'all man allegedly steals forklift from lowe's and runs over really is a shocking and bizarre story that involves two home improvement stores the charles county sheriff's office confirming with news for that the man who allegedly stole the forklift from the lowe's was an employee at the store and he brought it to this Home Depot, which is just about a half mile away. Investigators say that man drove into this parking lot and found a car was parked here. He rammed the forklift into that car. A woman was asleep inside the car. She tried to get out and run away. Investigators say the man then ran her over with the forklift and killed her. This is absolutely a tragic story. It's bizarre. We don't know why the suspect did this. Uh, we're still trying to figure that out. I don't know if we'll ever get an answer. 
the victim wasn't doing anything but sleeping in her vehicle. The sheriff's office says 20-year-old Bryce Brown ran over 73-year-old Gloristine Pinckney. Then officers say Brown took off in the victim's car. There is no evidence that the victim and suspect knew each other. This appears to be a random attack and again for reasons that are not clear. Investigators say the Lowe's was closed when Brown broke in and stole the forklift. He fled by ramming through some rear gates. Officers first responded to the Lowe's and after canvassing the area found the forklift and Pinckney in the nearby Home Depot parking lot. Late Sunday night, detectives were able to track down Brown. And once we got enough information to positively identify him, we were able to arrest him. And based on that, we were able to locate the victim's car, which was parked in a nearby neighborhood. Brown is facing murder, assault, and theft charges. In Waldorf, Mauricio Casillas, News 4. Crazy stories, guys. Crazy information that you might or only seeing here first. And here's another crazy one. Three teens are charged for murder after egging a victim's home. From egging to murder right here on Midnight Radio. Three Georgia teens are facing murder charges tonight after what police say started as a lover's quarrel and an egging prank that ended with shots fired and a victim dead. Now, police say the three teens drove to the victim's house and started throwing eggs. When a 22-year-old man came out to confront the three, police say one of them grabbed a gun from their car and shot him before driving away. Now all three are in custody and all three are facing murder charges, even though only one of them pulled the trigger. I'm joined now by News Nation Law and Justice contributor Jennifer Coffin. Oh. Jennifer, it's good to see you. Thanks for being here. It's good to see you, Natasha. So, Jennifer, let's start with... Here's your girl, Jennifer Coffendoffer. All three facing murder charges, even though police say only one of the teens pulled that trigger. Help us understand that. Now, let me draw this analogy for you. If you go to rob a bank and you get your buddies together and you have one driving the car, you have one standing outside uh, watching for people, and then you have the other one go in and rob and that one shoots somebody, all three are going to be held responsible for felony murder. That's what happened here. They all conspired to take eggs and throw at this house and they were all present during that conspiracy when that gun was fired and killed that victim. Tell us about the importance of intent here. Can the teens claim that they only went to this house to egg it that night? No, they're going to be charged and under the law, even though it seems like a very broad parameter, that's what the law says. If one of your partners, one of your co-conspirators decides to kill somebody when you are doing a felonious assault on a house, you're going to be charged equally for that. Uh, and Jennifer, we know specifically two are charged with murder, the other facing a malice murder charge. Can you help us make that distinction? And is there no first degree murder charge here? Why do you think that is? Well, there's no first degree murder charge because clearly from the evidence we have, they came to throw eggs at this house and just to vandalize. And then when things got heated up, when the individual approached them, they went to the car, drew a gun and shot and killed. So you can see that it wasn't meant to go to murder him, but rather to egg him. So that's why first degree is not on the table in this instance. As far as the other charge being more of a malicious charge, that's going to be the person that actually shot. The sheriff's office says the investigation is very much still active. What else could they be looking for at this point? 
Oh, they need to have all the information, say, from their cell phones so they can show this conspiracy. What did they actually plan to do? Why was that gun in that car, Natasha? Were they actually planning on that they would actually get that weapon and shoot because that's what happened. So they're going to be looking for all information to tie in what the actual conspiracy was agreed to. And very last question, any insight into whether they will be tried um, as minors or adults? They'll be tried as an adult. Uh, they're 18 and 19. They will be tried as adults. And uh, we'll, we'll see, Natasha, what usually happens in a case like this is somebody is going to plea and they will likely testify against the other. That's what I would do. All right, then. This is some interesting about some illegal activity in the Biden administration. I thought it was interesting. You guys want to check it out? I'm sure you do. The Department of Justice is appealing a judge's ruling that restricts Biden administration officials from talking to social media companies about the content on their platforms. The Tuesday injunction stems from a lawsuit brought by the Republican attorneys general in Missouri and Louisiana and individuals who claim their posts were taken down. They accuse the administration of abusing its power by contacting social media companies about content related to COVID-19 and elections. In response to the initial ruling, the White House said, quote, this administration has promoted responsible actions to protect public health, safety, and security when confronted by challenges like a deadly pandemic and foreign attacks on our election. Let's bring in Jamil Jaffer. He is the founder and executive. We are not going to bring in Jamil Jaffer, but maybe Politico. Maybe not. So supposedly the White House is not allowed and they were breaking the first, they said the first amendment. It's against the First Amendment what they were doing, but it's okay. There'll be no charges. They were telling Twitter and Facebook what they could and could not have on their platform, and they were going, just going to town, man. But I guess that's not a story. Now, this is some crazy shit. It's on the Banfield show, but unfortunately, it's not. It's not a girl, Banfield. It's our girl, Brian Inton. Daryl, tell me, I mean, what, what do you think this thing is? Well, there's there's lots of speculation about this discovery. Um, I we have since. I guess I'll tell you what it is. We discovered an ancient civilization underwater. Uh, changed our idea. We believe that possibly may have discovered uh, what may be an ancient civilization. Uh, it's roughly 290 feet under. They found underwater Ireland. The water. Uh, there was, uh, as you said, uh, linear projectiles out of a seawall. Uh, and then when it, the linear projectiles were out of the seawall coming this direction with a strong current, and we couldn't figure out how a linear projectile could be uh, sticking out that long when you have a current that goes about eight to 10 knots constant. Mm. If it was a natural growth, then it would have bent or broke. Uh, and we did a further investigation. The group that I work with did a further investigation. And up on the plateau of that seawall, 
there seemed to have been what appeared to be um, foundations to buildings, roads, but ancient, uh, really old. There was formations there because Mother Nature doesn't do right angles. So we're still investigating this. Is there a way to like, uh, and forgive me, I, I don't know much about this stuff. Maybe this is a dumb question, but is there a way to like cut into it to see what, what it's made of to make sure it's not coral or something like that? I think uh, the, the guys there did a little bit of that and they weren't able to assess exactly what the material was made of. Um, but our best guesstimate um, is that it's probably more an ancient civilization. This is 290 feet under the water. Given that and how much the water's risen uh, in that amount of time, this would take it back to 16 to 20,000 years ago. If there was a civilization, that would be the time frame in which this would have existed above sea level. Um, there was a little bit of confusion. There was a lot of people that were speculating, oh, maybe they found a UFO, well, or a USO. Yeah. And you know, there was a lot of speculation about that, but you know how things get taken out of context. Uh, I've tried to explain to most people who ask me the question, well, I, we're not necessarily uh, believing that it's a USO or an unidentified flying object that sank underwater. We're more apt to believe that there may be an ancient civilization. And there's yeah, listen, Daryl, if, if you guys figure it out, I mean, will you come back on and let us know exactly what it is? Because it, it's fascinating. I mean, if, if, if there's a determination. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to share the story. Absolutely. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Go to NewsNationNow.com to find NewsNation on your television provider. And don't forget to click the red subscribe button below. Yes, to get more we missed you. <laughs> All right. We're going to have some more Idaho 4 talk because we have our our resident expert on everything that's Idaho 4 on YouTube. We're going to bring her in right now. See, those of you that didn't stay, <laughs> I got a song for you, for all of you that didn't stay. Here you go. Right there. All right, that's the derp song, and that goes out to... That goes out to the ones I love right there. All right. I'm going to bring Laura in here. And here's what we're going to talk about. I want to talk. Matter of fact, Laura, let me give you, let me give you a proper link. Let me give Laura a proper link. Let me do that. Now I'll click on audio only, but here you go. That way, if somebody calls in to talk with us, you can both hear them. But you don't have to go video. That's a derp song. The derp song. We will have words. <laughs> this song is brought to you by Hot Ham Radio. Nope, definitely. Okay, so what we're going to talk about, and this could get us in trouble, but I mean, I'm bringing somebody on here and they're going to tell me how they really feel about some of the things some of the other creators on YouTube have been saying lately about the Idaho Fork case. I know you guys watch that stuff, not only here, 
we're going to find out what Laura has to say about it. Um, here's your girl, Laura. We, we can hear you. Yes. You can hear me. Uh, you need to get a mermaid icon there. I just had to, I had to say that because you've never said it. And I've been asking for so long. Okay. I'll say it from now on. As you've made me feel complete. You need to have an icon there. Maybe like you take a picture of your web foot. That would be awesome. They're both webbed. We'll take a picture of both of your web feet. Okay. Yeah. One is definitely worse than the other. Days, well, yeah. wait, wait until I get my toenails done, okay? Now, when you're saying webbed, how webbed are they? I mean, everybody's are a little webbed, right? Oh, well, oh, no, I don't know. Well, it's my second and third toes. That's normally the toes it, that become webbed. Is it like halfway up or something, your web? Yeah. On one foot, the other, my left foot isn't just as webbed. Mm. But, but I'm you an didn't, awesome swimmer. You, you didn't come here to be interviewed about your feet, did you? Oh, if you want to interview me about my feet, that's fine. But no, you're not sucking my toes. You can't even touch my toes. There's somebody out there that's really into webbed toes. Well, I'm sure there is. I don't care. Like, I love, um, that's my, like, thing, you know, I got webbed toes. When people say, oh, I can put my leg over my head. Awesome. But I got webbed toes. There you go. And so did two of my kids, which is really rare. Well, it's rare, but it is hereditary. There's this thing I've been studying. I don't know what the, and I can't remember the name of it, but there's some people that have six fingers. Oh, my goodness, don't even. Well, yes. yeah, you see, normally father passes to daughter. My dad had webbed toes, so I oh. got them. And then mother passes to son. So my son, he has webbed, has webbed toes, but then I pass them to my third child, to Kiara. She has webbed toes, but my second child doesn't. Wow. I know. But anyhow. Anyhow. So what I wanted to talk with you about are the different Idaho four things that you've been seeing on other channels here on YouTube. And I, I thought perhaps we could go over some of those. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's actually been stressing. Like seeing earlier, you were saying earlier when you came on, you didn't know whether to come on or not because like, uh, I even feel it myself. It's like, there's so much. It's like an explosion. All right, somebody just, this, this is easy, easy Thursday. I highly suggest sharing GH videos put out last night and today. It's unbelievable that you can compare it all to PCA timings and LE video matches up to the video put out recently. So what is GH videos? What is GH? I don't know. GH. I highly suggest sharing GH videos. I would if I knew what GH was. Oh, gray hues. Gray yeah. hues. All right, let's gray. go gray hues. Why not? I don't care. I don't know who, I, I don't know. I don't think I've watched any of these. Is that the guy? No, I don't know. It's maybe not. I was going to say, is that the guy that, he really delved into um, the murder 
But Grey Hughes investigates. No, I, I don't think I've watched any of these. I, I don't mm. know who it is. But at the end of the day, a lot of the videos, in my opinion, those new videos that have came out, yeah, I and I said this the other day, I do believe, you know, with the PCA, there's a lot of timings are very accurate. The timing is accurate. On these well, videos. yeah, there, there, yeah, there is. There is a lot. Well, obviously, I haven't watched Greg Hughes' videos, but a lot of those videos that have came out, I do believe, you know, there is a lot of it that is accurate to the PCA. I'll try to share a little bit of this. I'm not sure how. Oh, Norma Jean says, yeah, he did cover all of the Murdoch. Right, okay. I haven't seen any of his Idaho. Oh, it must be that guy then I'm thinking of. What people are saying is they're saying that this this footage proves that there there's other people involved. That's what they're saying. Oh yeah. Well I've said that for months. Mm -hmm. So here's a little bit of the gray hues. A launcher right here. And as you can see, he turns right and goes around. There's actually a way to loop around and this is what it looks like. You can go through and make it back out. And this is on the map you can see where the car would go. And I think he probably each time he looped around, he pulled into the parking spot where those other two cars are down there, or he just waited right there and he was surveilling the house, maybe sitting there for two minutes each time. And he drives away. And that was loop number one. He's now in the process of starting loop number two. And I'm basing this on the probable cause document, where it does mention that he took three loops, and then there was a fourth loop, and all of those loops are captured on the surveillance footage. I believe the surveillance footage is real, like I stated, but I can't prove that it's authentic because I don't have the video or where it came from, but I think that audio that we played. So here's, here's the question I have guys. This is the problem I have with all this. This is why I didn't want to come on today. You know, if I was only going to talk about Idaho for, if it wasn't for the new documents that I got, I wouldn't have came on at all because like he said, you don't have access to the footage. You have to have the raw access of the footage to be able to verify it or not. So it's like, what the hell are we talking about? We're talking about air, you know? Yeah. So what is he saying? He's saying, according to the probable cause document, you have him looping around three times, and that's captured in the video. Okay. You know, I believe like him, but it can't be proven. And what are we proving? That what they say is true, so it is him. And there's other people saying this, proving that it isn't him. But really, it's not true in either case, because you have to have the raw video file to prove it's even legitimate. So it's like... Yeah, but I do believe that that other um, footage that came out of a car, it was like, uh, I can't even remember the name of the street, but it was up like by a dumpster and the car came up and turned. That is not the same car. Of course it's not. It's obvious it's not. Is it possible that just a car turned? But someone then has leaked this footage of this white car with a sunroof and it's turned to me that's not the same car that i have seen in the night and then doing the three-point turn in the linda lane ones i don't i don't know 
I don't believe it's a totally different car. And yeah, I do think it is a BMW. That one up near the dumpster that comes up and does whatever. It does look like a BMW. Guys, guys, come on now. Here's an example. Yes, Greg Hughes did verify it and he talked about it in today's video. This is today's video. This came out an hour ago. He said he couldn't verify it. Let me play it again for you. One. I believe this is the white launcher right here. And as you can see, he turns right and goes around. There's actually a way to loop around. And this is what it looks like. You can go through and make it back out. And this is on the map. You can see where the car would go. And I think he probably, each time he looped around, he either pulled into the parking spot where those other two cars are down there, or he just waited right there and he was surveilling the house, maybe sitting there for two or three minutes each time. Then he drives away. And that was loop number one. He's now in the process of starting loop number two. And I'm basing this on the probable cause document who, where it does mention that he took three loops and then there was a fourth loop, and all of those loops are captured on the surveillance footage. Optimum customers oh, love their thanks. fast, reliable service. Wing says it's the fastest internet speed available. Get up. I believe the surveillance footage is real, like I stated. But I can't prove that it's authentic because I don't have... Do you hear that? I believe it is real, but I can't prove it. I'm not arguing about it. This is what he said in this video he just put out. And I'm not saying... None of us can prove it. Nobody is going to be able to prove it until we have well, everything yeah. legit. <laughs> until trial. And he's talking about it being real. I mean, not only being real, but it, it, though we can't verify it. He's talking about it being real and it proving, you know, the affidavit is correct. And there's other yeah. people using the same footage and they're saying that it is uh showing that there was other people involved they say there was somebody running by with a backpack you know again that is something that is true you can see it but yeah. it doesn't mean that it is has anything to do with the murder we played a minute ago definitely proves yeah uh, very to true. A significant degree that it's real you think somebody would put the horn in the background of a surveillance footage that's faint just to sort of make it match the body camera i doubt it i mean that would be ridiculous and there's actually four hours worth why would somebody waste the time coming up with the other hours that aren't really that significant i think these are all actual surveillance video for those people that are wondering why i have to play this double speed i have to those that were released whether with somebody's permission or not so this is likely the loop it's willing to drive all the way around and then it makes its way back over to king road and i've included a clock at the top of the screen which gives you what time it would be approximately when this is happening so here comes the white launcher it's about to get to king road this is pass number two and then it's left on queen road and then in just a moment, it's going to be in front of 500 King Road. And this is where it does another loop at 339.07. Pass number two, 339.10 is what I have written there. But I was looking at the, the time on the video right there. And that does the same thing. It goes right through here again. And at the end of the street right there, you can park your car and look and surveil 1122 King Road. That's the building directly in front of the vehicle as it's parked right there. Now, this time I have it sitting there for eight or nine minutes or so because this, there's a bigger gap now. It was basically nine minutes, nine minutes. And now this one on... Loop number three is around 16 minutes or so, maybe 17. And here it goes around. The same thing, Milan to drive. It even says that in the probable cause that on each loop, it took a lot to drive. Laura, all right, I can't play this whole thing because of copyright, but I can put a link to it in the show notes if I feel like doing that after the show. So what other things have you been looking at, Laura? Um, Off and off for interview with T-Rev? 
Oh, I don't even. So that was. Should I play a clip of that? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I will. Okay, I will. Why? I want to see her attire. Yeah, you want to see how she's dressed up? Yeah, dressed for the occasion. Okay, this is actually hilarious the way it starts out, so I'm going to have to play his opening. I like T-Rev, you guys. I don't have a problem with Gray Hughes either. I don't think I'm saying anything bad about him. We're just previewing some of the things that are going on in the Hot 04 case. That's all. I mean, last time on T-Rev. This footage that's being released, do you think it's authentic, being there's no verification to it? or you know, no? She's wearing her Daisy Duke top. Can I look at her? Oh, this is just a commercial for it. Okay, well, I'll just play this. Okay, that's all I care about. Uh, let me go 1080p for you guys. Uh, I want to go regular speed, you know. All right, because it's just a. All right, here we go. Awesome. I can play the whole thing. Last time on T Rev. This footage that's being released, do you think it's authentic? Being there's no verification to it or you know, no validation. Nobody came out and said, well, this is the footage, but. What, what are your takes on the footage that dropped? So my take on this new footage is I just don't know that I trust it or that it can be believed. And even if it is authentic, which there's really nothing to tell me it's authentic, uh, I'm really leaning toward the other position. Uh, it's just not positioned correctly really to see what we're looking at. I actually posted on Twitter the line of sight, how far it was away, so people could see that I don't believe that's the parking lot uh, that we're looking at. And also, if you look at the probable cause affidavit, it's very specific about how uh, they believe Brian Koberger in his Hyundai Elantra did three-point turns and did his drive-bys. It's super specific, and I think it's based on other video. Will the medical examiner be able to tell if all wounds were 100% made by the same weapon? So we don't know because the uh, ME never gave that specificity, but certainly it's implied. It's implied throughout the probable cause affidavit uh, that it would be the same weapon, uh, but it's not specifically said. So I always try to stay away from what is 100% known from the words that were said and what is implied. And if I say something that's implied, I'm going to let you know. So I believe based on my training experience, similar crimes, all that we know, I believe it is one weapon, one perpetrator. One weapon, one perp. You guys heard it. Rev Gang Strong, justice for the Idaho I like Four. Justice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, so what else are you looking at? I cannot comprehend that woman at all. Uh, here is an interesting one he did. I'm not going to play it or watch it. But it says the story of Xana Kernodal with Gma. So I don't know if he interviewed the grandmother. Because some of these people act like they're interviewing him. And they just play a clip of it. Like I said, Jerry live with Geraldo Rivera. And then old Mr. Schmimmins puts up something of, uh, you know, <laughs> Aldo talking on the TV. 
Yeah. All right. So what else has been going on? You were arguing well, a lot. Oh, I was. Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, the shit uh, that people were saying. And I always make it clear, in my opinion, regardless, I was told I was a liar. I wasn't even part of the country, so I didn't have a say. It was nothing to do with me. I was just there on the page um, to build my ego. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, it was unreal. All right, so let's all talk. because it said all because of what? Don't make me go well, back obviously, and... because of what I was told a way, way back, even before Brian was Cole even arrested. Pekka. Is this about Colpeca? Well, th that was included in it, too. You got to tell us the story. Well, there was a situation that apparently he didn't live ever in Pennsylvania. And then I was told that um, uh, another creator had even admitted that he had lied about what he had said about him living in Pennsylvania. I even messaged the creator because I have the Trist Finder PDF saying everything about Brent Kopaka. And he did live in Pennsylvania. In fact, he was 12 miles away from Brian. 12 miles away from Brian? Yeah. What does that mean, though? Does, does that mean anything? I'm in the town that I'm in, I'm two minutes away from anything. So everybody's just about 10 miles away from me. That doesn't mean yeah. I know anything about their business. But when you think of apparently the mental issues that um, Brent Kapaka had, and we know obviously what Brian had dealt with, was there ever a time that they crossed? Were they dealing with the same doctors, psychologists, the same, maybe even within the same, like, I don't know, therapy group? Have you found any of that? I haven't. That's my speculation. Mm -hmm. But even the fact then, when you think of the whole route, even that Brian took home, right? And where he stopped. And knowing how close Brent was with people within that area. It was a whole can of worms. I'm not, I don't think that Brent was involved within the murder. I do believe he was trying, they were trying to set, he was trying to be set up. And then finding out who one of his roommates were. Whoa, that was mind blown. Because I've been wanting to know who the roommates were for ages. Mm -hmm. And you found out? Oh, yeah, I did find out. One of them. The roommates are just a couple couple of random smacker jackers well apparently one of the roommates and brent were arrested prior involved in another murder really yeah whether or not you know yeah i have tried to get the whole um file on it 
but I don't know whether it's because of where I am. Even on my um, VPN, I can't get it downloaded. But I'm working on that. I, I have a cyber tech sister, and she'll be able to help me with that. I just found something very disturbing. Right. I found a. It's called a gnarled knob underneath my keyboard, and I don't know what it goes to. You wanna? It's called a gnarled knob. That's the technical name for it. Hold on. It's a little bit. It's a knob that goes to some electronic component, and I don't know. Looks like my three-year-old's been messing with something, and I got to figure out what part's missing. I hate it when you. You're making me nervous. Something's gonna explode. I'll be damned. Don't be exploding. Somebody's saying you're talking about Emma and Demetrius, but I don't think Demetrius was Colpeck. Oh, no, no. I've seen the whole thing about Emma apparently being related to to Koberger, and I do believe they have crossed paths, but I don't believe there's any relation. Okay, so can you name the community that you were having uh, verbal fisticuffs with? Oh, yeah, it's on Facebook, the University of Idaho discussion page. Okay, somebody sent me a copy of something Crime Circus was saying this week. Was that you? Oh, yeah, it was me. What, what was it that was going oh, on? Oh, was that regarding Brian, the height of Brian? Wasn't that re- the height, the tall man? What was that about? Oh, Could you break that, that down was for today. Me? Oh, yeah. Okay. It was actually really, you know, I can really see why he's saying that. Well, he's obviously, Brian apparently is what, on his license, like 5'10". There's nothing more powerful. I don't know. Um, Well, I think, I believe that's what it says on his um, ID or whatever it was they said. He was like 5'10". He does definitely look a lot taller. He is definitely in pictures a lot taller than anybody else he's standing around. I was, I was even then looking at him walking through doors. And the height of him, he, yeah, he definitely must be. What the hell is a, this? About 6'3". Down that night. So, I'm going to believe Jack Decor, holding up his drink. I see a drink in a ponytail. I don't see Jack Decor's face photoshopped over on the right side. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, now scrolling down to the lower right side of this image, we see the famous hoodie guy from the Grub Truck Again, the corner kind of looks like Cold Pecker. Video. Pretty much all of us have seen the There's hoodie another guy, guy but the Grub really would remind you. This is allegedly him at the corner club. We really don't know if that's Jack Showalter or not. And maybe it doesn't even matter who it is. To his right, however, analyzing every single picture of Brian Koberger, he is not six foot tall. He is minimum six he foot three. Legs. In every single photo of Brian Koberger, he's the tallest man in the pictures. Are you saying that all of these law enforcement officials are a bunch of shorties? I don't think so. I do think that Brian Koberger's ID probably does say six foot tall, which just so happens to be possibly the reason that Dylan's statement matches with a five foot ten to six foot tall. 
Brian may have been six foot tall when he was 16 years old and he got his ID and then he just never updated the height. Something very similar happened to me and I had the exact same height listed ever since I was 16 on my ID. Do you think I never grew a single inch after 16 years old? Well, I allegedly may have. So let's take a quick scan through some of these pictures together. You can see this guy standing right here. He's probably six foot, six foot one. Brian is taller than this man. Look at this guy over here. He looks like a normal sized human. So if Brian's six foot, that would mean that this normal sized human is five foot seven inches tall. Normal sized human. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> what a way with words. Why didn't they release a clip instead of a picture we're trying to bring to life? Why didn't they release a clip instead of a picture? Which I don't know, John. Drip drop. Yes, yeah, done a couple of videos this week that has got a lot of people talking. Okay. Yeah. Hot ham says poop. Why can't we see Laura's beautiful face? Because it's a Monday. You can only see it on a Friday. <laughs> I thought she was talking about that guy that was taken to the hospital and then didn't live too long afterwards in their care. Cole Packer, was he? Yeah, that did come out. Did did he die in the hospital? What was the deal with that? With Cole Packer? Mm-hmm. I saw some paperwork about him come out this week talking about when he died. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. I sometimes I don't even know if he's actually dead. He locked himself in the bedroom. So for this man that was threatening his two roommates, who who made the nine one one call to start with? We 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 don't know that. Nothing's ever been said about that. And if he locked himself in the room, how was he threatening these roommates? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I just... Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Slept in the same room? Pardon? Unless they all slept in the same room? Maybe. I wouldn't have thought so. Well... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have. I, I don't really know. He's in the uh, whatever floats your boat. He was in the um, what do you call it? Even like, I do know that that roommate that I do know and have heard about, I do know he's a lot younger. You know, this guy was a lot older living with. These younger fellas, I don't know. I don't understand the whole setup, to be honest. I, I just, there's, I just believe there's an ulterior motive for the for these people. It's like Brian going across the other side of the country. All right. I, so um, a lot of people are thinking that there's other people that are involved in this, and yet he still has not, according to the paperwork we read that was released. On the tenth, which is today, he has not given them an alibi yet. They gave him until yeah. the end of the month by the defense. Yeah, the, like, uh, it's, prosecutors. It's like I said before, if you are being charged with a quadruple murder, are you not going to scream from the rooftops if you know you're innocent? But you're why is like he? You are. Why is he wanting to sit there? In a jail cell, 23 hours a day. His family's on the other side of the country. And he still has not given an alibi. 
Apparently not. Because he can't. Even if he was in his bed sleeping, would you not even just say that? Apparently, he hasn't given... Although, the defense, he might have given his alibi to his lawyer, and she's telling him, no, we're not going to give that to them until the very end. They just want whatever. They want... I think they be they believe that there's more, and they want it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know over there. Does everything that the prosecution have have to be handed over? You know, like I I don't I don't know. Obviously, they want to hold some things back for trial. Um. I think that's what they're doing. Well, they're, they can't hold it back from trial. I think they have to have some kind of alibi. They have to say, he has to yeah. tell them, hey, what are they going to do, though, if he doesn't say anything? I don't know. He's silent or you don't. I have no idea what his alibi could be. This if, I don't know. If he is seen leaving where he lives in his car, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know what possibly could his alibi be. Is it that he was there with Frank Kopaka and they were snorting cocaine out the back and chopping it with the K-bar knife, like was said on Reddit? All right, I you know. keep thinking that there's a video dropped in Discord, yet I don't see any video dropped in Discord. What was that, sir? Somebody keeps telling me there's a video dropped in Discord, and yet I don't see any video dropped in Discord. Here's the only video I have in Discord right now. Oh, let me go see. Oh, my goodness. F15 notifications in Discord. Oh, just sorry. I've got it. You've got it today at two. Yeah. Um, suspect in Idaho student killings wants more time to respond to prosecution. He wants more time oh, again. We already, all, we already went over all that paperwork, guys, two hours ago. Mm. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of the show. Why the constant? Like, ah. Uh, Oh, here, but what about the emails? And we'll go over that in a minute. Guys, just so you know, I realize I want to let you know on Friday and we do Fruit Loop Friday, I'm going to close that off for members only. So if you're not a member, become a member. I, I usually have really big shows on Friday. I'm going to, again, only going to have that for members only. And if there's some good stories that I feel like taking off and making a video out of, I will do that. All right, go ahead, Laura. Um, oh, I can't remember what I said now. <laughs> Somebody back it up and remind Laura what she said. <laughs> oh, I said about the emails, but you said in a minute. <laughs> yeah, the emails. Go ahead about the emails. What emails? The emails. 
Uh, yeah, but those those were a nothing burger. Okay, the emails I saw those two. We'll look at them. Those are from T Rev. Again. So those came from T Rev. Putting yeah. in some overtime on this, really good. Doesn't mean a whole lot. All right, where the hell? I don't, I, I don't know what to think of it. It might not have been T Rev. Yeah, it was on his it, community post, maybe. Mm. Um, no, he was on a live. Was it a live? Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, I guess this is it. Okay. I'll show you, maybe. <laughs> um, pull this up for you guys right here. They're in our chat. Who is? The pick the emails. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You sent it to me. I did. That was you. Okay, here I'm going to show everybody the video here. All right, there we go. So I mean, so what? This is from Bill Thompson to Nelson Kent. So this is leaked. I want to know how it was leaked. I'm kind of interested in this, but. Good afternoon, Kent. And this is at University of Idaho.edu. So it's uh, from the prosecutor to somebody at the University of Idaho. We have discussed this among ourselves in the investigation leadership and have no objection to U of I proceeding as you outlined. As you know, the court has already released the scene from law enforcement custody based on the stipulation of the parties. And they're talking about the house and telling them to just go ahead and destroy it. The scene has been substantially altered from its condition at the time of the homicides, including removal of relevant property and furnishings, removal of some structural items such as wallboard and flooring, and subjected to extensive chemical application, creating a potential health hazard. There are some of the reasons that we have concluded that a jury view would not be appropriate. That's really all there is. Yeah, and then there's the one for mine. Yeah. There's one from Ann. From Ann Taylor to Nelson, also from the University of Idaho. Good evening. I'm Ryan to let you know that the defense has the defense. Kohlberger has no objection to the university proceeding as it sees fit with a residence on King Road. Previously, the defense agreed to release a property upon communication with the university. We were asked to weigh in on demol demolition of the premises. We appreciate the combination of one final walkthrough. After the walkthrough, our team has discussed the demolition on the premises again, and we have no objection. Thank you. So what does this mean to you? Well, I always thought to myself, them demolishing it was a really bad. I, I thought the jury would have need to maybe have went and seen it to Should hear. Jury? Shouldn't it be up to the jury and not the defense and not the prosecution? Well, that's what I did believe. But if they have removed parts of walls and floor, it's going to be a lot more echoey. So this sound is going to be totally different than what it would have been if the structure was still the same as what it was, you know, mm -hmm. at the time. If they obviously as the, they're saying they've removed parts of walls, flooring. Well, 
that. It's like, no, you're not getting rid of the wall. No, if you want, you can clean up the blood so it doesn't smell too bad. But other than that. Yeah. But why like, would they have had to like, remove? Like what Coop said, who's going to pay for this, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. But what have, why have they had to remove so much? I know they're saying about biohazards, obviously what's being sprayed, you know, with the spray stuff on and whatever. Why so much being removed? I don't, I don't, I don't know why so much they would have to take out of the house for the structure. Uh, there was actually blood leaking through the floor on the outside of the house. And well, that was verified to be true. That. So there was a lot of blood and there would have been with that, that big knife, if he, if he punctured a liver, which with a knife like that, you know, I've gone through combat training and I've gone through yeah. combat training with that knife. And the thing you're aiming for are kidneys and liver. So Viger. Yeah, you too. So, you know, yeah, I know there would have been a lot of blood and you it just seems like they, they clean that up. So man, if you had that much blood and gore on there for so long, it would have been horrible. Yeah, and I know there is like the whole talk of what was leaking through the walls was like fluid from the heating system, and but from no. what I believe, Th the heating sure about. I looked it up. There is no fluid in the heating system there. Yeah, I looked it up too. Yeah, we looked it up. There was no fluid. There was no um, oil heater. Yeah. And I, not only that, but I had verifying photos that it was still leaking on the outside of the house. That yes. the was still there at the time. And then I got, I got a verification from law enforcement that yes, that's what it was. Yes. I mean, sure. well, that's real verification, but I don't know what good it is. Uh, exactly. Somebody's saying, and this is a this is a good comment right here from Bon Bon. How convenient. They have no body cam of him being arrested saying that. They have no body cam of him being arrested at all that we know of. Yeah, we, we just, are we going to see it? Well, we've gone over this. They said him being arrested, there is zero body cam of it. They said that. Hmm. So it's not just that they're not giving it to us. They're saying they didn't do it. Can you believe that? Tell me they didn't just turn him off. I, I don't. I don't believe it, no. Well, it was FBI. Maybe we should, we should no, ask. No, no, it wasn't even the FBI. Well, hold on. Now, there might have been there might have been some FBI there, but the people that took custody of him was actually Washington State people. Bon Bon, that shows how screwed up the media is because that was one of the things I took as a fact in this case, but you're right. This has only came out of Moscow, Idaho's mouth. They have lied to us many times. Yes, they have. Uh, very true. Very true. Oh, uh, Bon Bon said, we don't know. BK actually said, was anyone else arrested? Yeah, we don't. That's true. If that has, if he has said that, why would he have said that? Is it because he's trying to be gruesome? 
you know, is he is it just because he's had all of this knowledge prior? Or is it he just wants to know has anybody else been caught yet? Let's see. Grant Williams asks, can you have two callers at once? And if so, I will call and chat at the end of the show to close out with you and Laura and I. Let me think. She is on here with me on panel, so we should you should be able to call and or you should be able to also use um Discord. So yes. you're on panel with me now if you were on discord oh, yeah. calling in you wouldn't be able to hear but you're on the panel with me so yeah. everything i can do you can do anything you can do i can do better i'm trying to figure out where this knob came from yeah so go ahead and call in yeah we're we are at the end of the show guys Sorry, can you please stop saying that say what when where this knob came from knob over here is not what i believe you're saying Got to polish the knob. <laughs> Fuck. It's kind of uh, gritty. <laughs> no more. <laughs> okay. Coyote, por favor, senor. Grant, I could give you. I could give you a invite too. You could be on panel too. Oh, I got Biden kissing kids here behind in the background. All right, let's see. Oh, he's, he's he's over in England. Yeah, that's right. He's closer to you. Yeah. I feel like, seriously, all politics aside, I feel like him being president is elder abuse. <laughs> oh, is, I wonder if he'll come over to Northern Ireland for the 12th. Maybe he will. He maybe yeah. will come join the festivities. We're waiting for Grant. Come on, Grant. Here's the waiting music. Oh, is it? Oh, here. This excites me. This gives you memories? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's making me nervous. Come on, Grant. Come on, Grant. I'm gonna text him. Or you could call the phone number, it doesn't matter. That would be neat to actually have video of Grant though. Grant oh, in yeah. man shed. He's got a man shed? Yeah. Oh and that was me thinking I was killed in my barn. All right, here he's calling in on the line. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking with? Grant, my hey, hey Grant, good to hear from you. Could you go ahead and mute your TV or your computer? Audio done. All right. How are you, Mike? Good. How are you doing? I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, voice wise, no. But um, <laughs> voice wise, oh, I heard from your fingers, though. 
Sorry to hear about your uh, daughter doing that to your outdoor plants. Oh, don't even. I don't, no, I won't. That's <laughs> web feet. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> after we're all going under, I'm turning into a mermaid. Mm -hmm. Who's not a fan? I think she started it. Or Ashley Banfield, one of them. Oh, damn. That so noise. That, that, have you been working a lot lately? Um, not as much as I'd like, but yeah, I've been getting work here and there. What, what season? It's winter here. Okay, it's winter. Is it cold? Freezing. Freezing? Well, what temperature's freezing, Brent? Sorry. What temperature? Um, it's different. Um, here it's been as low as two degrees, which over there it's probably America. It's a lot lower, uh, different Fahrenheit. And oh, I worked in Celsius. Know, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two degrees. I felt that. I'll look it up. In Fahrenheit, it is. 35 degrees. 35. Pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah, it's chilly. No doubt about it. Hell, um, I don't know. Mm, the weather here is a lot like it is in Australia, except for our winters get a lot colder. Oh, do you just have bad winters? Yeah. Oh. I thought only Northern Ireland... Hi, Bob Winters. Rains every day. How do your car? How do your cars hold up in uh, winter? I know the cars in the north of America get rusty from the salt on the roads. Mm, we don't. Our cars don't get rusty from salt, though. Most of our cars are made out of yeah, plastic. Is <laughs> it going a bit crazy on my what I'm hearing? What are you hearing? I don't know. It's static. Did you wait, right? Got my beers. <laughs> Hello, Alexa. There's a lot of static. Oh really? Uh, no, it's oh, fine now. Oh no, it's it's okay, okay. now. I would sort of move closer to my pole. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. I heard a lot of static. So Grant, what That's, are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Grant? Uh, we are talking from three totally different sides of the world, so it's not. It too is bad. awesome. <laughs> the top, the sides. All the way around the world into the crack of a ant's ass. That's, I, that's what I say. I'm not sure what that country is the ant is in. 
I'm not sure where the ant is or who ants ant it is. I hate fire ants. I've, I, I, I say I've never had anybody from France call in. No, a fire ant. You know the little red ants and they bite you? Those are the ones I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. They have bit my ass many a time when I sit in the step. Oh, man. We have little black ones here <laughs> that are horrible. We have giant red ones and little black ones. Oh, so do we. That's what we have, too. And uh, who are we missing? We're missing somebody. Um, Dealey Pickles isn't here. How dare she not be here? Dealey Pickles lives in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, they have these giant furry red ants. Furry? Furry, yes. You want to see what? a picture? No, no, please don't. I couldn't, no, not today. Not today, no, I can't cope. Oh no, it's okay. Thanks. Okay, I won't show it to you. No, not today. Okay. I watched The Exorcist. Piss off you. Oh my God. She did. She finally watched The Exorcist. I really did. Oh, oh, God. That's a red back ant. Oh, yeah. What? A red back? It's got red hair. I know. I'm a second abdomen red. Darn it. <laughs> Looks like a red back spider had sex with a bull ant. Apparently, there's blue ants, too. And they're, man, they're evil looking. Oh, got- please don't. You're making me crawl. Here's the ones we have in Texas, though. Right there. Oh, oh John. Not- red velvet ants? These are the ones we have here in Texas. We're talking about oh, that's what we have here. Those are the big ones, and then we have the I'll little just... black ones. But the little black ones, I don't know what their names are, but here in Texas we call them piss ants. <laughs> that's what they call them. And see if you kill one, yeah, well, a lot more come to find. Get that one and take it. So you end up with like loads. You have to kill the nest. Oh, oh my gosh. I look for not... here's Irish ants. <laughs> Little fuckers. Yeah. Is that what you call them over there? Oh, I hate them. I hate them. Hate them. Return me. Um now I'm gonna look up Australian ants, and Australian probably has one that's about five feet tall and six hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Everything over there is scary. Think about an animal. Holy moly! Holy moly! Good night. I gotta get. I gotta know. I'll show you. That look familiar, Grant? Oh my word! Why do you need to see what's eyes? Oh yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Now that's a right. Take it off the screen. It's turning. Well, now that's what you call an ant. <laughs> Speaking of um, German ants, pee on you? Um, Gary, yes. Did you say Donald Trump's in um, uh, Great Britain or something? No. Oh, no, think, it's Biden. Uh, Donald Trump's in Great Britain. Not Donald Trump. Joe Biden's in Great Britain. 
Oh, I'd go for, oh, that's right, yeah. I, I, because I saw um, Donald Trump at um, the UFC fight on the weekend in Las Vegas. Okay. I wonder if Biden brought a haul. He's maybe going to distribute. You know, the Biden, Joe Biden, he's probably brought a haul. He's going to start distributing. Oh, yeah. Brought some cocaine. <laughs> you know what? That story is actually disturbing because, you know, everybody's joking about it. We just heard cocaine in the White House and where everybody was saying Hunter Biden, haha, Hunter Biden. Well, guess what? When it was originally said where the cocaine was found, it said it was in the part where visitors are, you know, at. So it could have been. Oh, anybody. yeah, but they were well, quite freely there. Yeah, it turns out that was a lie. It wasn't. <gasps> section it was from the biden living quarters oh i never i haven't seen that Land bastards there's there's more of the brisbane i was wait, i was waiting for that story to be quashed i knew to be in a private spot mm-hmm. i haven't seen that that's real i heard it was in a private spot the information that they gave that it was in a visitor's part where visitors were at was not true and then the whole story got squashed Oh, I need to look further in that. I didn't know that. It does seem like we pick on Biden a lot, but there's a lot to pick on. I pick on everybody. Guys, if you listen to my radio, <laughs> Grant, have you been listening to my radio show lately? Yeah, yeah. I've I've commercials on there. Uh, the commercials are created by AI. I have commercials about Joe Biden, Viagra pills, and Donald Trump, Donald Trump chicken place and pizza places, and I have both of them in equal yeah, parts. I, if you're I funny, everybody in chat, wish everybody in chat could see what you put up in Discord. Some of them are fantastic. Yeah, they all man, Discord is free. <laughs> you know, you guys need to check it out. Plus, you get a copy of the radio show. You know, whatever radio show it is after it's on, and you get a copy of it. So, I have a little file with them all saved in. All the files are there. You guys can listen to, you know, the Joe Biden Viagra commercials. and Yeah, I've got all the apps, the Alexa one, the Radio King one, um, your personal one, um, this YouTube. I've got um, quite a few radio midnight radio apps. There you go. I got a Snoop Dogg Snoop Scoops commercial. <laughs> Snoop Loops. Snoop. There's a Snoop Loops one too. Yeah, I'm going to play that one next probably. Snoop Loops, Snoop Scoops. Um, what else I got? Elon Musk Spaghetti. <laughs> but it sounds When's your next show? Um, I'm thinking my next show is going to be on Wednesday. On Wednesday, I'm going to do a live at, at four o'clock. Then after the live, I'm going to have a, a radio show for three hours. Then after the radio show is going to be uh, Julianne. She's going to do her show. Third oh, rock. Is, is that the little girl? No, that's Julianne. Julianne. Uh, Julianne. That's um. 
All the DJs are fantastic. I really love love this setup you got going, Jerry. Yeah, I was just right right now. I'm working out a deal with uh, iHeartRadio. And uh, I was working on that today, but I got frozen in the process because our streaming provider has to do something. So I'm waiting on them. We're going to have a higher, higher quality stream. So that's good news. An HD stream. Well, Jerry, the next time you're on the radio, you need to let me know because I haven't, I haven't been on your radio show in a long time. Been on the radio show. No, I haven't listened to your show. Oh, okay. I thought you listened to the last one. Well, you know, I even messaged Electra and I said to her, I think I'm falling in love with Midnight Tonight. Oh, the music I played? Oh, my goodness. Next time, not drinking vodka. Oh, yeah. It was a party. I was up all night. It was. You're always up all night on the weekend, though. Well, it's now nearly three o'clock here and I'm still up. This is the Monday. Well, Grant it's not Monday, it's now Tuesday. Randy's <laughs> just giving me a list of some more Australian tracks. Yeah, well, I wanted to play in Australia. Right. Yeah, because he recommended some one time and I listened to them. They're really good. Oh. He needs to send me some more suggestions. Because, I mean, you have a this whole... midnight. Go ahead. Mrs. Midnight plays some really good Australian music. All the all the DJs do. Oh, okay. I need a list. Mrs. Midnight retired. Oh no. Can you believe yeah, it? Ahead. Can you believe it? Oh no, she needs she no, needs to collect terrible. the decks again. I know. She just didn't want to do it anymore. She wanted to quit while she's ahead. We didn't get in a fight or anything about it. She just didn't want to do it. A baby midnight band needs tic tacs. Electric quit too. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Today she told me bullshit. she didn't want to do it anymore. Piss off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I actually near had a Conway. I wanted to see if she was going to say anything in the chat room. She didn't. So shame on you, Electra. Well, no, she just hasn't yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that people can't do things forever. You know what I mean? Plus, somebody has to watch my son yeah. while I'm on. It's really sad to see uh, Miss Midnight stop. Hot hands. <laughs> I just seen it. <laughs> Freaking me out. <laughs> he freaked me out. I was talking to Electra earlier and she didn't say, and I was like, what the freak? I was really proud that of all the DJs that started, we didn't lose one at all. You know, everybody stayed with it. And then, yeah, she just now typed something. Yeah, there's a delay for her. <laughs> funny someone tickling your wig feet uh, <laughs> yeah. nobody will be freaking touching my feet <laughs> she's jumpy jumpy about her feet uh anything touches my toes it 
Forex me out. I cannot cope. A stone, stone got stuck in my toe earlier when I was hosing in the garden, and I near had a canary. Hey, hey, so uh, we watched Laura, and I think all of y'all were invited to the Exorcist viewing we had in Discord. See, guys, if you're not in Discord, Discord is a place to be, let me tell you. But uh, so we're watching the, the Exorcist, a version you've never seen from the year 2000 in, in Discord. And then, like, uh, the next day or the day after, she recommended I watch the Pope's Exorcist, and that has Russell Crowe in it. And I thought, okay, I was wondering. I was wondering about that. That might be good. So I, I watched it, and I bring it up because it has something to do with feet. I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, it is getting pretty creepy. And I was in bed watching it with my wife, and all of a sudden I felt something crawl over my toes. Pass out. Oh. Well, oh. Is Mrs. Midnight's fit? No, she, we had a big bed. She's like on the other side of the room. Oh, I'll be damned. Laura, you would have... You would have jumped out of bed, Laura. Oh, oh don't even. Freak me out. Nothing can touch my feet. What was, that? What, what, what was that like, the um, exorcist, when you all sat in Discord? Laura, it, what was it like for you? Uh, it, it was... Uh, Grant, are you meaning the quality of the the stream? I'm more sorry. No, were you asking about the quality of the stream or the, the movie itself? Uh, no, the um, interaction on Discord, I missed it, and I'm a little bit upset that I did. Oh, it was so it was so good. Knowing I had Jerry and Electra there, <laughs> but it, it was brutal. Like a like a Freaky Friday on steroids. It's kind of like this right here, except you don't see anybody's face. Um, you know, we all had microphones where you could hear us if somebody unpaused it, unmuted it, and there's a chat room on the right. So mainly we just communicated with the chat room on the right. It was yeah. awful. Instead of seeing me up it on was the what? screen. Instead it of was seeing awful. Me... <laughs> Laura's I mean, funny. awful as in the, watching the movie. Like the movie was like, I sat outside because I came outside for a cigarette and then I didn't want to get up and go anywhere because I was that freaked out. And then Jerry left and Electra stayed on the phone with me. <laughs> oh, it was scary. Got to do another one. Got to do another one. Uh, what movie should we do next? The big... Lebowski. Nah, that's boring after a I've never seen it. I've actually never seen The Big Lebowski. I've never heard of it. That's a good movie. Yeah, Laura's never heard of The Big Lebowski? What is it? Do I want to know? Ala the uh, Atlanta. Hey, Electra. <laughs> Electra, have you... You need to change your name to my Atlanta. Have you ever seen The Big Lebowski? What about you guys in the chat room? Have you ever seen it? I put my cat in the left. I'm left-handed. <laughs> do the vibes. It's a good movie. Affidavit, he's up on it. Is it scary? Oh, no, no, it's funny. Right, what's it called? I need, I need, I need to investigate. 
the big Lebowski. Don't watch it. We can get it. I'll get oh, it. No, I don't want to. Should I? Can I look it up? He's mm. going to scare me. He's going to try and scare me, aren't you? No, 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 no. It's not scary. I know it's funny, but that's all I know. Hey, who's in it? You oh, know, the tags we have, Laura. You Sorry? We have when we comment. You know, the tags we have when we comment. Yeah. A picture of your face or whatever. Yeah. Mine's got Jeff Bridges. I think it's Jeff Bridges. There's a, two brothers. Mine is um, one of the one of the um, brothers, and he's the dude in The Big Lebowski. That's uh, like my little tag. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, John Goodman's in it. <laughs> Did I confuse you? I confused myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, whenever I've seen the picture, I was like, that doesn't look like he looks on Facebook. <laughs> I'll comment in now and you might see it. Yeah. No, I have. I've, I have seen it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Oh. Hot hand. Yeah, I, th- I think I need to watch it. We're going to have to do it. Oh, Electra, she loves it. Devil's Rejects? Devil's What's Rejects. that? Devil's Rejects. I'll have to watch some of these. Oh, Jerry, what's that on the screen? That face. <laughs> Looks like that cat. <laughs> I wish I could show what you. What the fuck? Let me see. Oh my word. What? Worm face? Irish music and culture. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see a resemblance. <laughs> I was thought I'd throw that out there. The scariest picture I could think of. Have a damned. Oh, my word. (laughs) Yeah, I I think. I downloaded an AI app where you can um, ask it questions. I'm going to mail all my texts to you. Oh, really? Ask what questions? What kind of questions? Um, Just, you can ask it to write a quick memo about I want to ask my boss if I can milk the cows, I said, on Sunday, and it wrote back a paragraph of a message to the boss, but it was all just perfect, normal English, and it only took like two seconds. Interesting. What's the name of the app? Oh, I'd have to, have to get out. It, uh, it's on Google. Um, I have to get out. I've sort of got everything going at once here. Um, I pirate radio. And no, I'm definitely not a golfer. <laughs> the app is... Ask AI. 
There's a bloody AI on my Snapchat and he needs to remove himself. <laughs> it's $7.99 a week, but I'm on a free trial. Um, what are you doing, Jerry? Where did Kirk? What? Oh, well. That no. Movie. That is a great movie. Had a nightmare. Oh the yeah, I'm just reading that. From the Black Lagoon when I was little, when he opened the door to my room, I woke up under the covers hiding in heat pounding. I have a bad memory of the movie when I was really young and it was called The Blob. Oh, I remember that one. And we're there. It come out of the picture theater and attacked everybody. You remember that one, Jerry? Yeah, I remember that one. I've never heard of this. Yeah, that's going, that's going back a long way. The Blob. 1982 or three? Oh. I must have been born. The original, was, I think the original was like before I was born, 1960, 1970. No, I was born in 66, so 1970 or... Um, yeah, it was an old movie. The original one came so out. They in might the have 50s. done a remake. Yeah, they remade it in the eighties. The 50s. original one came out in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. The original. Oh, okay. <laughs> Compared to the day, same, but um, back in the day. I don't know if I've even seen the one from the fifties. Oh, there you go, Laura. Oh, is that better? No. Jerry, were you looking at clowns? <laughs> you want some clown pictures, guys? I'll give you some clown pictures. No. That's what hot hair mask. My little girl, my 15-year-old is petrified of clowns. Like, it's really bad. Your what, five-year-old? No, my 15-year-old. Oh, no. What? Yeah, petrified of Emerson. I call her Lucifina. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I thought about dressing up my son as problem child. If you've ever seen that movie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but he seems that good. I thought about dressing him up as a problem child for Halloween, but I'm like, oh, I better not because somebody or dressing him up like Chucky. Oh, I dress Kara up as Chucky. Letting him grow his hair out a little bit and dressing him up like Chucky. Chucky? <laughs> no, that's just a clown. It's that what what is the movie about the clown with the like dream? I don't I've I don't watch it. I don't watch scary movies, but I've That's seen why. like called what's it? It. There's one called it. Right. Yeah, okay. In the drive park, he's in the sewers. Uh, I remember when I saw event. I remember when I saw Event Horizon when I was a kid, and I was so afraid to move, and I had to pee so bad, and I just pissed my pants. Oh, I'll be damned. 
That's my favorite comment of the night right there. <laughs> you won it, Jerry. So you paid your pants recently, or? <laughs> the birds? Hold on. Hot Ham said, that movie is so scary, and no music in the whole movie. At Lisa. The birds. I never saw that yet. This one. Okay, this, I don't want to watch it. This one's disturbing right here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she got better dice. Man. Start using some moisturizer on that, that stuff. See, the next day after we watched that, I went into Subway and this woman was wanting the guacamole pureed. Or, you know, like the, the av- her avocado, sorry, pureed, like a guacamole. I was like, oh my word. Why would you even? <laughs> All I could think about was whenever she was vomiting. I will never eat avocado again. I will never eat pea soup. I used to love pea and ham soup. Yeah, now, now, might be harder. No, oh no, no. Oh, Jerry, that one's awful. Gremlins? Oh, I remember Gremlins. Oh, there's a real killer clown right there, John Wayne Gacy. That's just sick. I'm not interested in clowns, or I'm not. I'm not really interested in murders or just killers that you know kill because of their privates. They just do it for a sex thing. To me, that's not interesting enough. You know, it just. But when you have a crime, and it's like, why the hell would anybody have done this? They didn't get anything from it. Like, let's say Kohlberger did do this crime. Why the hell? I know you did, Electra. <laughs> Jordan Peterson put um, a video up about serial killers. He talked about Ted Bundy just recently. I put it in Discord. I've watched all those um, the series on Ted Bundy. Electra says she ate guacamole while watching The Exorcist. Yeah, do you not remember if she did? She went to have a, uh, what is it called? Oh, I, I, don't, I can't remember the name of it. What was it you called it, Electra? Something on toast. No, oh, no, there was a name for it. She said. Oh, they're making me want some guacamole. I got some. No, I can't. The thought of it actually turns me. Oh, man, I'll rub it on my face. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> rub it it's actually face. really good for the skin. I'll rub it on my face and spit it out on the camera for a tip. How about that? No. <laughs> if I can rub some tin, some tins together, I'll be slapping some guacamole around. I'll be throwing it at the camera. Can we just talk about this for a second? Isn't the Exorcist a metaphor for women getting their first period? I think it was just a scary movie. What? 
if I could get away with it, I would play the uh, Richard Pryor skit of the Exorcist. I played it on my radio show. Burritos. Can't play it on YouTube. I played actually. Go ahead. Sorry. A hot hand wants to watch the replay of Nora and Electra when you watch the uh, Exorcist. Not today, my friend. Not today. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, I think I got a picture. Let me try to find it. Hey, I got a picture of Laura watching the exorcist and getting scared. Somewhere. Yes. She sent a pic. She put a picture of her. Oh, I did outside. Didn't yeah, I? Let me, mm -hmm. let me see if I can find that and I'll show you guys. <laughs> tell, me tell me about what your daughter did when you were watching the part where the kid was getting flipped up in the oh, air. Oh, my goodness. Bed. I was in the bed. I was in the bed beside her, and she just sat up, bolt right, in the bed. I looked at her, and I was like, it's okay. Lie back down, pet. And I left the room, and I came outside, and I didn't move. <laughs> Scared the living daylights out of me, just at that part, too. Thankfully, I have... Awesome pelvic floor muscles, or I would have shipped myself. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the picture she took. No. It's gone. It's gone forever unless we watch another movie. What? No, I don't have the picture. Laura has it. Uh, I, well, I took it on the thing. Oh, you did? I don't have it. Sorry, Hotline. Yeah, sorry. One of these, there's a picture floating around somewhere. Let me, I don't know if I still have it. Hold on. Let me try something. Let me. It's going to be weird. Because you can't get back into that chat. Sure, you can't. Uh, I might. Sugar, and I don't, I don't think my my things save if I take them in a chat. I don't, I don't know. I'm just gonna try something real quick so I can figure out. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm at, I'm nervous. What? Here we go. What? You really need to remove them clowns. Oh, I still have the clowns up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah. Alright. I think I figured it out. Yes, I did. I figured it out. Okay, here's a picture of Laura. I'm going to download it. I'm nervous. Alright. Now i got to stop this. <laughs> okay, I had to create a fake event. All right. Oh, what? Sorry about the clowns. Yeah, remote. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to show this picture. <laughs> I will show this picture. Come hello, high water. Uh, 
right. Yeah, we're almost there. And Jerry, when do I get the red microphone? Uh, there's not a red microphone. Uh, on my screen, the comments are gone. <laughs> Sorry. There she is. I don't mean to laugh. This was I her outside say. watching. This was her outside watching the very last part of the show. And this is because my daughter freaked me to back out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put on my coat with my fur hood. I I was beside myself. Thankfully, I have Japanese Akita dogs, and I knew if anything was coming, they were going to let me know. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for being on. Go ahead and end the show, though. It's getting late over here. Not as late as it is for Laura. Oh, sure. The night is young. Just not like fucking over. Oh, it's a hood. What, what one? I'm just starting my day. He's starting his day. Oh, what time is it with you, Grant? Oh, no, midday now. Midday. Nearly midday, so. So he's just starting I'm his day. I'm not starting my day. And what time are you, Jerry? 9 12 p.m. Oh, it's quarter past. Well, no, I'm lying. It's well, it's three twelve here. My kitchen clock. I set a few minutes past. All right. So I guess the next movie we're gonna watch is The Big Lebowski. I'll get a copy of that. Okay. We're gonna have a Big Lebowski night. Oh, I wonder if did John get on the Discord? Yeah, he he joined Discord. Oh yeah, is he sent here? Can we watch movies in Discord? Yes, we can. All right. Have a good day, Grant. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Have fun. That was great, everybody. Goodbye, Laura. Thank you for coming on here and helping me sort out some of this Idaho Forest stuff. I wanted to talk about the different things that were going on on YouTube. Yeah, no problemo. Not not. Eyes crossed. It really was. (laughs) Have a good morning. Oh, I will. You too. Sweet dreams. I'll try. All right, everybody. Let me put my banner back on. It's called a banner. What is the banner? Boom, that's a banner. For those of you that didn't call 325 you can call us anytime during the week. If you saw something here you want to talk about, leave me a message and I'll play it on the show. Thank you all for joining me tonight. Our website is midnightrad.io. If you like really good radio, you can tune in there and you can get our radio station right there. Or also, if you go to our community page, you can get a direct link to our radio station or you can tell your Alexa device to enable the midnight radio skill and you can listen to it on any Alexa device. Am I missing anything? Yes, go to the Google Play Store and there's an app on there. Right now, it's just for Google only. We're going to wait till we have more people wanting it. And then we can also have an Apple app for the Apple store. And also there is also a car app. All right. 
for your car so you can have a midnight radio car app coming up for those of you that are interested let us know our email is midnightrad.io101 i'd like to thank our executive producer lady lisa and our producer hot ham radio and she produced all of the exorcist pictures and the scary clown pictures until next time good night god bless and all my best oh we're gonna have a show on wednesday Wednesday, about 4 p.m., we're going to have a live show on YouTube. After that, we're going to have a three-hour radio show, party, radio party. And then after that, we're going to have Third Rock Radio with DJ Julianne. I think that's all. 